This podcast will absolutely contain explicit language. So suck it up, Buttercup, and get ready for the Tuesday aftermath. Hey, bud. <laughs> Are you alive? Um, half, like, I think half. Is that, is that a thing? Can you be half alive? Uh, half, half sober? <laughs> I'm definitely not half sober. <laughs> um, How was your night? Um, it was something, man. Um, we, we spent about four hours breaking down a game of other people breaking down a game. It was like a dude dressed like a dude dressed like another dude. That was a good time, man. It was the uh, what fourth annual Aftermath National Championship party. Extravaganza. It, yeah, it, it was extravagant. But so, it was uh, great, man. Yeah, it's the morning after the National Championship game. Yes. Special guest with us in studio. <laughs> Yeah, Perry from Little Texas. Well, welcome, Perry. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. First time, so uh, national championship game. Pretty exciting. Yeah, we're uh, we're happy to have you. Uh, per- Perry's uh, you know one of our bigger listener, friend of the show all season. We had a little fun with him this year, but um, he uh, he is part of the invite only crew to the aftermath party. Yeah, it is invite only. Yeah, yeah. They have fun at my expense when I'm not here. <laughs> that's, <laughs> well, that's, that's kind of what we do. It's easier that way. Yeah, it's believe, safer. It's safer. That believe way. me, if I ever see uh, Justin Golf on the street, he gonna hit me in the mouth too. I, I got threatened to get beat up too at Justin, Thanksgiving, didn't Jared I? Jared Golf, I went to school. Justin Golf. Yeah. What's that? I got threatened to beat up at Thanksgiving, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah. So it's Tuesday morning. Whew. What do we do on Tuesdays? Uh, Sleep off the aftermath. <laughs> oh. we'll crack another one. We are ready for the college football playoff national championship game. The collision of unbeaten LSU, unbeaten Clemson. What a quarterback showcase. Second down. Lawrence has still got it. He's got a stand-up touchdown. And the Clemson Tigers draw first blood in the Superdome. Burrow from the pocket. Launches to the end zone. Caught. Touchdown, Chase. And LSU takes its first lead tonight. Burrow's got time. Launching for the end zone. Jump ball. Touchdown, Terrence Marshall. Kirk, he will be able to walk across the bayou without getting wet for the rest of his life. Perfect season, national championship. All right, that's it, man. Time for the last uh, college, college football, all 22. I, I, I can't believe we made it. Literally, it's, I can't believe we survived, and I can't believe we made it. But um, It's bittersweet. Like maybe next week when we talk uh, some NFL, we do just um, looking back at the whole college season. Yeah, it's time to start looking ahead. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm already, I don't know. I, I got my top three ranks already. It was a exciting year, but it was a great game. Yeah. So uh, so okay. Let's let's just do an overall like gut reaction. What was your guys' just take on the game? Just at, just just watch the game. Like, what'd you feel? Just like my. I mean, I think the game played out probably like a lot of people how people anticipated that it would. I mean, LSU's been the best team all year. Clemson. Everybody kind of wanted to know. And then when they beat Ohio State, they're like, all right, well, Clemson's obviously pretty good. But I think LSU's defense was a lot better than what I thought it was. I think they played a lot better than anybody. Yeah. You held would. Clemson to 25. Yeah. Yeah. And, but Clemson's defense was getting to Burrow early in the game. Well, so I, I think the biggest observation from – say we'll talk about Clemson's side of the ball, like what they even try to do. Uh, they we, we talked about it all night. They showed – they showed six to seven players coming on yeah. almost every defensive down and brought four. And and really, 
It's hard. They really mixed up the for your uh, pass blocking well, scheme. Well, what do you say about Burrow when you're like, yeah, they frustrated him to 400 yards passing. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say about the guy. Like, you, we watched the first half. Like, Clemson did a pretty good job. Yeah, of, they had him pinned of, deep. Of making him, uh, you know, eat the ball. Uh, you know, a couple of incompletions here and there. But how do you – what do you what do you call it when you hold a guy to four hundred and some yards passing and five touchdowns? They, like you know what what LSU did last night, what they did to everyone all year long was like a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu champion, just slowly and methodically strangle you. Yeah, never well, never panic. You could tell what Clemson's plan was. Their plan was to put pressure on Joe Burrow, see if he could handle the pressure and beat him. And he did. Yeah. I mean, he 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 made throws that, oh. like we talked about, NFL quarterback yeah. throws that the guy's not open, but he just puts the ball on the money. And can you beat he? That's how he beats pressure. Well, I would say that was the difference between him and Lawrence last night was that exact exact thing. Like Lawrence had the same windows to throw in, and I I don't feel like he made the throws last night. I mean, he just doesn't have the arm right now. The, right. And this isn't saying Lawrence is bad, we know, but I'm just saying, like, just like you're talking about, right. Burroughs guys aren't open, but he still gets it to their hands, and uh, Lawrence just couldn't do that. Maybe I don't know what. I think Lawrence did not. I don't think he had a very good game. For one, he didn't have the pressure on him that Burrow had. They didn't get. I don't to, think so. They didn't get to him like they did Burrow. So I mean, for Burrow to have a game like that and and win like that, when I think, you know, what the hell is it? Clemson quarterback name again. Lawrence, <laughs> yeah, Lawrence yeah. had an easier path, a I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, hey, do you feel that LSU's uh, pass rush plan was more to contain? Yes, Lawrence than it was to just hit him. I all think. The time? I think they. I think they wanted to, you know, clog the lanes, keep keep a guy in the middle so he doesn't pull. The, he got sacked quite a few times what, though. Yeah, he took some hits, but and it, you know, and to be fair, like Clemson came out. Look, they look great. Yeah, I mean Lawrence is—he played a great game. He played a good enough game to win most college football games. Oh but yeah, but this, this what LSU did on offense this year is we—well, we've literally never seen it. No, uh, that was the best. Burroughs broke the record last night for the most passing touchdowns in a college football season and most total touchdowns, like sixty and sixty-five total. Yeah. Is that the? Is this the best college football team you've ever seen? Okay, that's a tough question. It's tough. There, I mean, because everyone else is going just just go ahead and nominate them right now because it's yeah they, they want because the clicks. it's new. But yeah. We got to talk about it because it's it's a real question. But is, is it it's real? the greatest college football season we've ever seen. I think if you factor in the teams they beat in the regular season, and, good quality teams. Oh, and through the SEC, yeah, yeah, and they beat. I think what it wound up being like so: Georgia, Alabama, Auburn, Florida, Florida. I mean, that's and Texas even was. I mean, that was a great Texas game. is a out of conference game that they won. Texas wound up being an you know it's a decent team. Better, yeah, not even close to what Clemson played. You know what I mean? Like yeah. as far as like difficulty. And then you know you uh, I, I I see it's hard because the way they beat Oklahoma, your natural reaction is like, well, Oklahoma wasn't that good. Well, no, they they just they put the same yards up on Clemson too. Yeah. We know Clemson's one of the greatest teams in college football history, and they just demolished him in the second half, gave up eight points and just demolished him. So, yeah. Well, Perry, what do you think about uh, Clemson? They only put up 25 points. They had some big plays. They're two big play teams, but. Yeah. Well, it shows up when you, I mean, their their strength of schedule is a big thing. I mean, how many big games this year did Clemson play in compared to what um, 
LSU. LSU's played oh, yeah. in. Like it, it, it's especially in a national championship game. I think that had a lot to do with the way this game played out. And because they LSU has seen, you know, what Alabama's going to do to them. They've seen what Auburn's going to do. And you said Texas. Yeah. And like we were talking about last night, they didn't play a bad game all year. No, yeah. No, I mean, if you go back and look at the statistics, that's how they beat I, everyone all year. You don't, yeah. You don't throw sixty touchdowns in a season and <laughs> have a bat and have a bat like Ohio State. I mean, I'm a Ohio State guy, but they normally have like two games that are ugly. Yeah. Which a lot of college teams do. Yeah. LSU didn't have that, so we asked and we asked the question: Is this like the greatest college <laughs> team ever? I mean, if it's not, it's it's got to be top three. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, I mean, if I had to get in the memory bank, that um, the, you have to go back to the flying wedge. Well, the, right. the that O one Miami team was was awesome, uh, full of NFL stars. But it's hard. But they didn't have playoff. That's one more giant game that yeah. you don't have to play. Yeah, they got to play. I think it was that Nebraska team, which isn't near the quality of this. So like that, but that was one of the better teams I've ever. I mean. Uh, yeah, I, it's the I it's, guess I, it's the best college football season we've ever seen. When you can when you throw in, you had the you had the best you had the best season of players ever had in the history of college football, and the team rolls through a tough schedule, wins a national title over a really 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 good defending national championship team. Like, come on, it's it's the best college football season we've ever seen. Well. For one thing, LSU was on primetime like every other every other weekend. Oh yeah, I mean it just made college football fun for me. It, it you know what, what? it it did. And I think this was a great season overall. Yeah, well, and a lot of teams like LSU, like like Max just said, they didn't buy into the hype. Like, like the ESPN was building them up no, to no. be. And there's a lot of teams that do fall into that trap. And I it, think Clemson it, did a little bit. Yeah. Well, they, they tried to play the, the underdog yeah. card. Like, why are they disrespecting us? But that's Dabo's thing. That's right. what he tries to do to get his team up. But it didn't work. Well, like, and, and what's the advantage that Clemson has, and, you know, I've, I've bitched about this all year, is that they have the advantage that they can do that because they don't have to worry about the team they're playing. Like, let's just be yeah, honest. Like right. you got North Carolina State coming up, you <laughs> can focus on what the media said or what an interview was. As to where you got Alabama coming up, Ogeron yeah. has no time right for worrying about who's ranked second. He, he's trying not to get beat by Alabama. That's a huge difference, right? And High State had a little bit of that too. Like when it got late in the year, High State didn't have time. You know, Day doesn't have time to get up there and preach about like wanting to be second or being disrespected. Yeah, like we had- he's trying not to get beat by Penn State, Michigan, Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, as to where Dabo, you know, I got well, we got Georgia Tech coming up, so he he's got a little time to he's got a little time to mix it up. Take <laughs> you got my raging. I mean, Cajun that's just the truth. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like when truth. you date a chick and you're really not into her. You're only dating her to make the chick you like, <laughs> like jealous or something. <laughs> Well, like when you, it's it's two different. Like you talk about the conferences. I mean, you got Big Ten, SEC. You do not have to manufacture, like, to get these guys up for these games because these games are so big. Right. Where Clemson, and that, and that was the knock on Clemson all year, is that they don't have those games on their schedule. Right. And but it's not their fault. But I think in the end it caught up to them, and that's why the game played out the way sure. it did because they didn't sure. play in they those. Weren't. They that weren't atmosphere. ready for that game. And well, they, you, you, I think you could look at their faces and tell, like, LSU I, – I coaching, it really came down to coaching. Like, LSU was completely prepared for the game and to be down. Right. Like, they got down. They, they, they just panic. kept 
they didn't they didn't change it. They, they made adjustments. We saw a lot. We saw adjustments. I think every series last night. I mean, they adjusted backers. I mean, when they came out to one series, like we kind of picked on uh, number three all night for LSU. Yeah, but still, like, so he's playing like Sam linebacker. They come out the next series. He's at free safety. Yeah, like that's like what? What's so they're coaching. The he whole, did tee off on that dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> but both, and that was the point. I think. And but then he just walked over. He looked like a two hundred and fifty oh. pound free oh, yeah. safety yeah. standing back there. He couldn't run down. No, he yeah. couldn't run on that back for yeah. nothing. Oh no, yeah. He he spent more time behind the quarterback than he did in front of him. That he didn't. But uh, I think I think that was a take. I think LSU's defense played way better than people thought they would. Oh, oh well, that, yeah, I think they played better. Than Lawrence thought they would. I, th- I, I think that showed up a little bit. Well, they, they Clemson went down that first drive, put himself in oh, a yeah. scoring position. He gives up one big sack. It takes him out of field goal range, everything. Yeah, they, that's, well, that's true. They took him, like the him with a punt, like what, three, three in a row? They, well, yeah. we got the board. Well, we got it on the board there. We got it on the board. Well, I think, uh, you know, Clemson. Now, punt, punt, touchdown. Well, LSU watched that Ohio State game. And they're saying there is no way we're going to let this quarterback run oh, all yeah. over. Like they were going to, they kept him in the box. I mean, he did have some. I don't know what his rushing yards were, but they were like, we are not going to let Lawrence beat us with with no, his feet. No. And I will tell you what, that was the difference in the high state game and Clemson yeah. game and this game because they just contained him. Now he's got to beat him with their arm, and they really weren't. I mean, they were doing more coverage than pressure. Where Clemson was trying to do more pressure than coverage. Yeah. Lawrence, so, Lawrence had like forty nine yards last night. Yeah, uh, rushing. But it's funny you bring that up because I watched some of the the pregame and they were talking to uh, Jeff Halfley, who's with Boston College now, but obviously he was High State's D coordinator in the game, the Clemson game, and he showed like exactly what you're talking about. Like High State did plan to stop uh, Clemson the same way and stop Lawrence the same way, and they failed. Right. The players yeah. like the, the the players failed their assignments as to where. LSU last night didn't. Right. Like when their guy was supposed to, you know, stunt over and fill a gap, he was standing there. And you, I think, uh, I think, I, I think, I think it bothered Lawrence. Can I say Lawrence was bothered without saying he was terrible? Well, he was definitely f- frustrated in the pocket. I mean, because yeah. they're playing coverage, so he's trying to find guys down the field. Yeah. And then, then when he tries to step up in the pocket, I mean, there's guys standing, guys standing there. They're going to give him five, ten yards, but they weren't going to let him break that twenty-five yep. to sixty-yard runoff and well, change the game. Like I said, exactly. That was a high state's plan, and they failed at it. And LSU did. I think LSU executed. I think. I think watching that game was a huge advantage. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not rewriting the the Bible here. Like everybody knows that game film is a huge advantage. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. But being it like if I maybe if a high state could have watched that game last night, they have a different. It you know, it all comes down to what you see on tape. They had two weeks right to do exactly what you're saying, and it worked. I thought it worked perfectly. I thought the second half, like I think Clemson came out and scored. But the funny thing is, is that Clemson got the tape from LSU when they played Oklahoma. And they watched what LSU did to Oklahoma, and yeah. they, LSU did the exact same thing yeah. to Clemson. Oh, yeah. You couldn't I mean, stop it. This, they, they could have nothing they could do about it. And nobody stopped Burrow all year. And, well, it's hard to stop it because – No LSU, one showed you how. Well, LSU's offense is so based on his decisions, you can't see what he's thinking. So, right. it doesn't matter what you're showing him. He's got if – he, if he can process that information, he's always got the answer. Like last night, like they adjusted the wide receivers a little bit. They started – there was there was a – maybe probably second quarter when they kind of started putting their foot on the gas. Like they were running crossing patterns. Like when you look from the quarterback view, you know, we all kind of watched from the All-22. You got to see it. There was, there was receivers 
It was just just cross like there's three or four guys just crossing each other in the middle of the yeah. field uh, just to, to force guys open it and it worked great. Three NFL receivers too. Yeah, well, well, exactly. that's the other thing. Joe Burrow gets a lot of no, credit. Those receivers are, those great. receivers are unbelievable. I mean, he, he, one guy pulls a safety over. Yep. He's thrown to the other guy. They work well. They work. They committed that receiving core committed to teamwork. They work as a unit and yeah. it works perfectly. They they understand that like you may not catch the ball, but you're the reason that guy caught the ball kind of thing and. And they're great athletes when they get the ball. Yeah. That's a tough combination. Like we talk a lot about how you know the Patriots, like their receiving unit works great together, but <laughs> the suck. receivers aren't great. So the schemes are fine, and everything. You know, if they all do their job, yeah, they can force these guys open. But when you take LSU and they implement four receivers on the same page, like okay, for instance, the the we talk about the touchdown catch that uh, Tomas. The easiest it looked oh, like, it, the, oh, yeah. but that was all that was all planned. Like it right. was receivers, you know, the outside receiver drug a guy off, and they they think Moss is probably going to the corner, and he just stops. Yeah, and, post and, up, and, like but, a basketball player. And Burrow throws it. I, uh, Perry, I think you brought this up last night. He doesn't like Burrow's guys don't catch it barely in the end zone. They catch it with room to catch the ball and get their feet down. He throws it a split second ahead of even what the best quarterbacks do. So his guys have time to get their feet in, to be in bounds. Like you, you know, like you said, how many times do you see a quarterback, even good ones, throw the ball and the guy's like, oh, he's one step out because he threw it a, a, you know, a smidge too late. Right. Burrow doesn't. He, he puts it in the air and his guys have time to get their feet in. So that, that's a difference in 30 yards, but it's a split-second decision. Like it's – you can't defend that. Well, it's a huge advantage for I mean, you got I mean, obviously as the great wide receivers, but as as a defender, like you're running down the field and like you don't even get a chance to get your head around. Like it's you never boom, see the ball. The ball is it's well, on you. That was this key word, that was the catchphrase word last night. They were talking about before the game, uh, in phase. When you get a defensive back, he's turned his hips and he turns his head. Yeah. Well, you know, the receiver's looking at the ball, the defensive back does yeah. not know that the quarterback's releasing it right now. Yeah. So it's not a 50-50 ball no. if the defensive back is – he don't have his eye on the quarterback. Yeah, and if it, and that's, that's, that's why we watch, like, for, for, for everybody listening, we watch the game on the, uh, the coach's film edition because we enjoy seeing the whole game, first of all, which is how they should show you football. That's a whole different – that's a whole podcast of, like – That's how every football game should that's be. That's how you should be able to see, like, the free safety is just as important as quarterback, and that's a true thing. Yeah. Like, everybody's doing their job. So we watch it that way, so we don't, you know, get caught up. Well, let's like, talk about that for a second because they had four coaches. Let's tell the listeners who we want to do the coaches now. Let's just get into the coaches. <laughs> well, I just one more quick thing about the receivers before I get off topic. I just want to yeah. like, because like, just to berate the receiver unit. We talked again, like we all, we all three, all four of us last night, five of us last night talked about this. Also, the receivers are great, and they put their hands up at the last second. That is a that yeah. is a coaching. That is they've learned to do that. That is a skill that you possess, and you know when you're run. We talked about when you run the trail technique. You wait for the receiver. As soon as he puts his hands up, you try to you you know you try to interfere. They put their hands up so late, and Burrow puts an. They on just them, pluck it out. There's the no time. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when junior high, like you'd run a drag. You know, you're <laughs> practicing pass patterns. Like as soon as you break into you know you break. You're supposed to put one hand in the air and yeah. say, ball, 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 yeah. ball. Like, you don't do this dumb shit. Okay, anymore. quick anecdote. So, like, how the, the quarterback doesn't know every guy who's running a pass doesn't want to catch right. it. You ever hear someone say, not me, not me, not so, me. So, one of our favorite coaches, one of the, I, I don't know, he, he's in the top whatever, whatever level coaches you want to, Bill Walsh. 
So they've got yeah. these they've got these VHS tapes that he made with Montana. If you guys ever get a chance to watch these, it, it's like I don't know what it's like going back in time and you know watching. I, I don't know. It's it's just wonderful. Anyway, so they got all these VHS tapes, and it was one on one with Walsh and Montana early on with the 49ers. and Walsh recorded them just for record. It's just him coaching on a whiteboard, Joe, and he brought up receivers. And he coached his receivers, and if and if you think about Jerry Rice or his receivers, especially Jerry Rice over the years, you know they they just did their job. Well, that was coached because Walsh said, if you're open, don't put your head down if we don't throw you the ball. Don't throw your hand up in the air. Don't pout. Don't go back and talk to the quarterback because we don't want the other team to know you were open because we right. want you to be open again. Yeah. If you make a big spectacle out of it. Then they're going to be like, oh, shit, we got away with one there. Yeah. Then they're going to react to that. Like, So Walsh would tell these guys, like, if you don't get the ball, you come right back to the huddle and you don't say a word because we might need that in the fourth quarter. We, we yeah, s- we're going to go back to it. We that, see that. But yeah. we can't if you make we it. Can't. If, you, and, if you highlight, hey, there's a blown coverage here. Yeah. And then now you can't go back. And watch, watch like Hopkins for Houston. Like if, if he thinks he's open like or uh, Beckham, he's bad about it. They think oh, they're open. Lord. Like They tell everybody in the stadium and they're like, well, now when they that formation comes out again, dipshit. Well, especially even if you go – now I'm getting a little deep on it. You're on social media all week and play about not getting enough – Yeah. Uh, not, not getting targeted enough. Yeah. And Diva's going, well, they're going to try – they're going to try to force the right. ball to him. So anyway, I just when, yeah. I just want to give credit. Yeah. LSU receivers was my key all week. They did a fucking masterful job. Yeah. Loved it. So anyway, let's let's talk about the coaches a little bit. All right, so talk they, about had, the they had bit. Coach Gundy. Was there with his uh, raccoon mullet, which I <laughs> yeah raccoon. I love that. <laughs> yep. Uh, Mason, Derek uh, Derek Mason apparently was there. Yeah, we didn't talk about him much. Yeah, I think we was a little hard on Derek last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, because he's black. Well, no. <laughs> that and his five yard face mask penalty. Yeah, let's, that yeah. so now it's the coaches. So we'll, we'll we'll break him down a little All bit. Right. But Derek uh, Derek lost some points. Derek lost he was ahead for a minute. Uh, Coach yeah. Patterson. From uh, TCU, yep, one of the uh, uh, the uh, innovators of the four two five defense, and uh, Halfley, 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 yeah, yeah, he just just exactly. went to Boston College, and I think so. Okay, let's talk about Halfley. I can see why anybody'd hire that guy. Yeah. I wanted to hire him last night. Like I w- like I didn't even know him when he's at high state because obviously you don't see the defense coordinator enough. That guy had his shit together. Like, oh, yeah. I, I bet he kills an interview. Like I have no idea, no doubts why he. Got I like hired. that Gundy guy. I, I, oh, God, I just, he's a great coach. I just love that hair. He's a really good coach. Like, yeah. we know we we bag on Oklahoma State because they don't care, but he. But as far as coach, he's a great coach. Yeah. I mean, if he goes to LSU, they're really good. They, I'm not saying they'll do that, but I'm saying like he can coach anybody. And Patterson, he's a good coach. He's a great he, defensive coach. He's got. He's never going to have the the talent these other schools have. But no. but he's more of an innovator. That guy's highly respected in the defensive coaching world. Like what he does with the four two five, he's constantly work you know, he's basically come up I mean, the tight front's partially his. Like he does a lot. He's one of the first okay, but he's one of the first guys to concentrate on defending the spread. And if you go back to like the early two oh. thousands, his defenses were spectacular against the spread. But he's one of the first guys to be like, hey, we gotta there's no such thing as nickel defense anymore. You gotta have five defensive backs on the field well, at all times. We first just defense. When we first started doing this, you know, watching the national championship game, watching it from the coaches' uh, channel. Uh, not everyone was running the tempo like last night. Tempo was. Oh well, yeah, there was. Yeah. So that was kind of new out of Clemson. Like two years last year, uh, they could re- these coaches who were watching. They were around each plate three times and broke yeah. down everything was going on. Last night, the tempo was going so fast, we were missing plays. Well, they kind of put you in their shoes, like. 
Imagine, like, you're actually coaching, like, if you're Ogeron and they're running that – Clemson's running that temple, like – you got to think so fast. Like, it, what these guys – it was amazing. It was quick. Like, we could barely yeah. talk about the well, play. Well, we missed a punt, and <laughs> then I think we missed a kickoff they didn't get to. I mean, not no major plays, but we definitely missed some plays because they were trying to go back and break down. Yeah, there's no time. No. That was, and, you, you know, know that's when, a good point. Like, yeah. Clemson brought that tempo uh, quick early. That was first possession. And it, it worked, but there's the adjustments we talked about. Like, LSU adjusted, but if – why do you think they did – What what stopped it? Like – what do you think they saw? That they they kind of got away from tempo when when things started going LSU's way. Do you think it was like they just were worried about if they punt, not taking like giving the ball right back? Like what what changed their mind? Oh, do you want to rush your defense? Or you, I don't or, know. Well, field position I think had a lot to do with it because early in the game, oh they had Clemson a, had great field oh, position man. and they were playing field position because they did not want to get in a boat race with LSU. Right. So they were trying to pin them and pin them. So I think – but once LSU got, you know, changed – kind of not really flipped the field, but once they got decent field position, it changed. I think they kind of like, well, we almost slow down a little bit. Well, let's look at the board. What happened after after the punts there, uh, Max? Like, what Wait, for Clemson or which one? LSU. So they got pinned a couple times. Yeah, three, they had three straight punts. And then – They scored a touchdown. Yeah. And let me go ahead. It had to be – Five touchdowns in a row, didn't it? No, there was one more punt, and then it was touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Yeah, so like exactly Where what was halftime. Like what Perry said. Once they started, but if you look at the field position, like well, that's you know. But once again, we're not outthinking the room here. That's common sense, right? Yeah. So Clemson got the start they wanted, but I yeah, it is peculiar. I think that I don't think they're they were made to run um, tempo. Like, that's a hard thing to do. Like, a, a, a team that's been playing for six months all of a sudden go, we're going to run tempo now against major athletes. Like, that wears your ass out. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. let me explain the board a little bit to the listeners. So, I got this four-by-eight uh, <laughs> dry erase board, and we I try to keep stats for each team. Like, yeah. where the drive started, where it ended. It's, it's funny. The more beers you drink, the the, uh, the worse it got. The, the, <laughs> the, the <laughs> worse your handwriting got. A lot worse. It, it, you thought my handwriting was bad. Somehow – Doing a couple shots and uh, somehow it even got worse. Yeah, it didn't get better. It's just it's, it's uh, hieroglyphics up there at this point. <laughs> but so I, well, well, I thought, well, what what stats should I chart? But we, these are two big play teams. Yeah, way I try to chart it like a normal football game. It yeah. did none of them stats up there really matter yeah. other than end result. They 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 play beyond the sticks. Other than the fact we noticed like neither team ran the ball much last night. Yeah, no. especially no, that was surprising. Like LSU really. They never even like acted like they were going. to I run really the ball. thought Edwards have more impact in this game. He didn't. He has a couple big plays. Yeah, but no, it was he, it was Burrow and receivers. If anything, the tight ends had. But uh, they were LSU. loading the box. Oh yeah. I mean, they had five guys in the box, yeah. and they were sending at least five, sometimes six. So it's kind of hard to run the ball, you know, up in the middle. Right. When you when they got the box loaded, you got you got to give take what they're giving you, it, and they were giving you the, the ball down the field. And it's classic, like essentially, like dare the quarterback to throw and. Uh, Bro, yeah. just he doesn't. Okay, like, there's nothing like else that's you the can wrong say. guy. Like yeah. there is nothing else let's, you can say. Let's man. dare Evil Knievel to jump this car. <laughs> yeah. He won't do it. Yeah, like, yes, I will. Well, that's like Dabo after after they you know the press conference. He's like, they're just a better football team than us. Yeah, I mean, they he, were. Said, I mean he, he wasn't did, wrong. No, I mean for him to say that though, I mean, is it was apparently obvious yeah. that they they just couldn't play. Yeah, because Clemson's a good football team and LSU, uh, they beat him in almost every phase. Hey, well, I have a question. You know, we're talking about LSU, how great this season is, how great this game was. What was the closest any teams come to? 
Well, Alabama, Alabama well, yeah, got that, it. That was like a five. Alabama was down to uh, like it was only like seven point game or something. Yeah, yeah, I think that was their toughest game. Oh yeah, and then I think it was less. Texas than seven. game wasn't a blowout. No, you're right. And then they had um, they, they didn't. They pulled away. I, from, I mean, Florida and Auburn, they didn't destroy them, but it was comfortable. But Florida was a pretty tough game. Yeah, but once it. It just the floodgates always open, and next thing you know, it's a three touchdown well, lead. Well, here's one thing: like, you're, okay, you ain't gonna see LSU again next year. All these guys are leaving for the pros, but like, hey, you want to be LSU, you gotta be able to put 45 points on the board. Yeah, let's right. let's go right there. And that's tough. Like, well, okay, there's a difference in this year. So I think it's fair to say that there was three great teams in college football. Like, I'm not saying Oklahoma was bad, but Ohio State, Clemson, and LSU were clearly three yeah. great teams. Honestly, all time great teams. Right, and they all three have. What's different is they all three can score now, but they're programs that have defense too, like big, strong NFL defensive players. So in the past, it's always been like, say, Oregon could score 50, but they didn't, they didn't have the defensive manpower. And like, that's why High State exposed them in the next championship game five years. Now <laughs> you've got NFL-caliber defensive players, and they've got offenses behind them that are scoring 40. Yeah. Like it's, oh, yeah, a decade it, ago. It, it's it was heavy like, at the top in, yeah. in college football. A decade, it's either a coach's game plan was just to boat race. Yep. And they don't give a shit if the score was 100, 101. Yep, yep. Or you want to win 13 to 6. Yeah. Well, these uh, – no, like I think Clemson, High State, and LSU had the three biggest point differentials of the season. Like all th- – Combined, like they're basically like Clemson's average was like forty something to seven all year. High State's was the same, and LSU's was up there too. Like that's crazy when you have three of the best defenses and three of the best offenses. Like yeah. I, we've never, and it doesn't. With you look at recruiting boards and stuff, it's not changing anytime soon. Like Georgia, Alabama, High State, the guys at the top are at the top for a reason. But if you look at the guys that are at the top, the teams that are at the top play offense and defense. Yeah. Like the Pac-10 can't compete because they don't play no. they don't play no defense. No. So in until these other teams, you know, these be power five conferences, I mean, Clemson always had a decent defense. Yeah. I mean they're, they're not bad. But a lot of these teams out west, they don't play no defense. No. And they, and they and, can't that's why I said it's 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 really top heavy with man, there's 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 six or seven teams that can do that and the rest is like you're in trouble. Right. Like, and, and I know it can flip. We might, like, UCLA might be here last year or next year, and we don't even know. But as of right now, like, these playoffs are kind of look the same next year. I mean, I, Alabama, High State, Clemson. Yeah. I mean, LSU yeah. will have a shot. Yeah. Oh, I think so. I have, no, I have no doubt they'll have a quarterback out of nowhere. Like, they're going to be good. What about but, the receivers? I mean, are those receivers gone? Or do you, I, I mean, honestly don't know. I know they lose a couple, but I don't know who. Um, I wouldn't want to. I probably should more than I do, but. I don't know what they have coming back, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're not a super young team. Well, looking back at the the, the board, um, like Clemson looks like they average six plays a drive. LSU's like seven plays a drive. Right. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. they t- they Well, LSU's thrown it past the sticks all year. That's what's been yeah. like. There's no point for a chain gang when you, LSU's on the field. Right. They don't even pay, can, no, pay attention to I mean, to when, when you're – and, and Ohio State and Clemson both are like that, like – you know, third and seven's not what it used to be in college football. These guys can get 15 yards oh, easy. On, a, yeah. on, a, on an out route. Like, it's yeah. – uh, it, it was an impressive season overall to watch. There's some there's some really good football players out there right now. The game's changing it, a little bit. But, but boom, like, I don't know, 50% of the best players in college gone to the draft. Yeah. 
I'm not talking all the players. Like yeah, but the in, best ones we talked general. about all season. Yeah. And it, so it starts all over again. Oh, no, we're going to be year. sitting there next year talking about somebody that we don't know their name right now. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, don't know. Like, we have no idea who it's going to be, but somebody, like, we weren't sitting here last year picking, like, we knew, well, okay, think about it. A year ago, you knew Clemson was going to be back. You knew Alabama was going to be back. Nobody worried about LSU because we thought Alabama would run through the SEC. Fields wasn't even on a high state campus yet a year ago, and now like, a year later, we're like, you know, well, two two is going to the NFL already. Clemson yeah. finally took a loss. Obviously, they're going to be back. Did we know Hurts was going to be Oklahoma? No, no, we didn't See, know. I mean, no, because no, we knew he was going to transfer, but I don't think anybody knew exactly right. Where, but where he, he didn't, was going but to he go. didn't and trans- no one. But after this game, we didn't know what he was going to do. Good point. And, so, and no mean, one saw him uh, going to the playoffs with yeah, Oklahoma, great, right? Well, yeah. yeah, we had no idea he was going to Oklahoma. See, I think football's like soap opera for men. Like, there's no love story. <laughs> but there is all kind you know what I mean? Oh, there is a love story. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. People get beat up. Yeah. And at the end of it, you know. <laughs> oh, it gr- might be a tragedy. It might be your Grown men crying. Grown men crying. Yeah. Oh. Women making bad decisions. <laughs> now, that's always good. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, so I don't know, uh. Yeah, basically, I think overall, I think it was a good game. Like, you know, I know people yeah. get up this morning and they probably saw well, the final score. It was like a blowout. If you watch it as a football fan, each play, like that was an impressive game. Both teams did. A, I mean, even Clemson's defense, it's, I, I don't know how you say it. They looked good and gave up 600 yards. I'll tell you what, uh, getting on social, I'm not a social media guy, getting on social media this morning, like the Clemson <laughs> fans. Oh, yeah. Look, so upset little, about. The play call. That's and, funny, isn't it? Well, they've only been in two that's true. tough games all year. They, they played, don't know what it's like to, like, week that, three That is a pissed. weird year for Clemson. Like, they, they have one big win and yeah. a loss. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's, that's the truth. That's their season. And everything else was just bitching. Like, they spent all season bitching about being fourth or third or whatever. I mean, what, 18-point differential. Yeah. Like, it's that's not all refs. Yeah. That's well, just, the best team in college football – Won the national championship. Yeah, that's. I it. mean, they got Hand better down. all year. Like they put they oh. all year. They kept getting better and better and better. And at the end, I mean, they 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 actually got the rankings right. I believe this year when they ranked them. I mean, I agree with I, that. I mean, one, two, three, four. Four is always. You yeah. know what I mean. You never know who they're going to throw. Well, they start in getting there. teams with a loss. It's just right. Little. It gets a little tricky, but I think they got it right. And the best team prevailed in the end. Oh, yeah. I mean, they had the best overall team. They got better throughout as the year went on. They played one of the toughest schedules, and they won a national championship. Yeah, that's that's yeah. The, now that's that doesn't work like that always, but no. it worked out this year that way. No, yeah, with one of the greatest quarterbacks we'll see. Oh, oh yeah, college quarterback. Oh, we saw the greatest single season college football players ever had. Yeah. yeah, I think it's better than the Barry Sanders season, honestly. We might not see another guy like Joe Burrow for, for a long. I mean, sixty, time. sixty. Sixty yeah. touchdowns. It's that's just crazy. <laughs> that's insane for a kid that threw seventeen last and what's, year. What's crazy? Think about oh, next, think about next year. We got Fields and Lawrence coming back. Like I don't. It doesn't even matter what their teams do. Like those Could two. You say this? Those I don't two are, like Lawrence. That's fine. I just don't <laughs> like you. You can say that for sure. I saw him fix his hair. That really bothers. You me. have a hair problem. With I his have hair. a hair thing. Yeah, you have a little bit of problem with his hair. Oh, I do. And like. uh he was losing, and Dabo had a – the game was pretty much over. Dabo had to grab him and calm him down at the well, end of the that's game. That's going to happen. Yeah, but, uh, but to be fair, though, what do we talk about? You're a product of your – like, that's what Dabo teaches these kids. He gets more yeah. emotionally Anything fired that up. happens, you're getting 
you're getting screwed or you're getting overlooked or you're getting like, no, sometimes you just get beats on. Yeah, Dabo plays into that for sure. But think about a year ago, what he did against Alabama had one of the greatest games we've ever, like, Oh, he oh, no. killed him. But, I mean, but he didn't I mean, just absolutely yeah, destroyed him. Yeah. He didn't cut his hair. <laughs> like, he, <laughs> like, okay, you won with the long hair hippie look last year. Yeah. And you came back as hippie too. It was like wearing the same Halloween costume. I was like that. I remember when Burrow used to have um, he had idiot he had like hair. bleach blonde hair and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, I'm, oh, here's my thing about quarterbacks. If you got time to if you got time to fuck with your hair, you should have been reading the playbook. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. I know. I say it all the time. Nah, I, I like you, it. You got, you got time to... Play there. I can't say anything. That's the yeah. shit us dads say to our kids. Yeah. Piss them all. Like, it's like fields. Fields don't have a freaking uh, fade. I mean, that dude. That dude's got some hair too. Like, I, I can't. But anyway, those two coming back. That's spectacular. Like that's those are two NFL quarterbacks. They could be in the NFL next year. All for sure. Both I mean, of them, yeah. and they're coming back. So that's you know, it's it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. So so just real quick, what do you think coming next year? Yeah, Clemson's back. Alabama's back. Yeah. High well, State's I, I back. don't have a lot of faith in that Mac. Oh, I do. Yeah, I do. I, I think with, with that defense? Well, I think well, I think um He's a good quarterback. He, well, he's got to prove the fact that he's that guy who's going to win it for you in the last seconds of the game. How many games did he play? Well, like, like I didn't I didn't five, uh, four, maybe four. Yeah. So I didn't get a real good I, I mean I seen some plays, but I didn't yeah. get a real good look I at mean, him. So I don't know, but, but the difference between him the difference between him and the Auburn game, which they lost, he looked, you know, shaky. But then in the bowl game, like he was He was better. He's gonna take a huge step next year. But yeah. you don't know if he's a starter. Killer. That's well, no, I mean you don't know who who's next. Tagavaloa, his brother, might be the starter next year. We don't even know. Yeah. Like and oh, uh let's bring this up. Uh we had a little bit of a victory. Derek King is transferring from Houston. The 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 kid that uh, Holgerson redshirted. So oh yeah, come, okay. The healthy, we jumped in on this shit. The healthy, early in the, season. Se- the healthy senior quarterback that Holgerson. Oh, we're doing it for him. Yeah, we're doing it for him. And all, hey, he's leaving. No, well, you know what? Awesome. So now you pissed away your season, and you don't have that quarterback coming back next year. That's what you get, Holgerson. They, you think they're going to fire him? What's well? I still think I still think he'll want to. Well, I don't even know if it matters now. Now they're he's going to get fired. The coach asked for it, though. I mean, yeah. when you set a precedent like that, you're telling a kid, you know, we're, we're going to go – we want you to take a red shirt so we can use you next yeah. year. And then the kid finds out, like, he's looking at this – like, the roster, and he's like, yeah, this team's not going to be right, as good exactly. as I thought it is. The coach did it, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. And that's exactly and what some, happened. there's some good teams open out there. I mean, um, you know, Florida State's not set at quarterback. Georgia's a little up in the air. They think they're going to get the kid out of Wake Forest. Um, LSU. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why not? Well, I would go That's to LSU to take a chance, especially if they got a couple of them receivers. He's a good quarterback, like he was a, a, I hate to say the, I hate to use a cliche, but he was a dark horse Heisman contender at Houston. Like he was that good. Yeah, kind of kid had fifty touchdowns a couple years ago. Like if if LSU offers you, like it's worth a shot. It's going to be yeah. interesting to see where the kid does go. Yeah. who reaches out and tries to yeah. get. Yeah, and I would, I would. Now there's a kid I'll be rooting for to be awesome. Just so Houston has to watch it because it's all backfired. That's on all Hol- Holgerson. Though. Oh yeah, it's all in Holgerson. I'll be watching him for a so while. So you pissed away. You pissed away your whole team season. We should get Holgerson and then, and then on your- the podcast, and then just like <laughs> we start in like we're nice to him, like we're like, and then just like you yeah. know, do you feel like a piece of shit? Yeah, just like you know, really just go in on it. Yeah. You know? So anyway, that was that was a nice little victory for a. But I think you know what? I give us a lot of credit for that. I think we I think we had a lot to do with. We that. broke that story. Yeah, yeah, we did. I think we reached out and. I think we got through to people. Maybe talk some sense into Derek. No, I'm going to try to see if I can get Derek I did on the read, podcast. I sat there and read this whole letter to this like, fifth-year offensive lineman. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And this guy's like he had like ridiculous mouth concussions and knee surgeries and uh then his season's over cause... And the coach basically like quit. Told him don't Oh yeah. Don't come to practice. Yeah. That's that's a shitty deal all the way around. I mean, yeah. you got a lot of program kids. Not every kid's an all-star and you got a lot of kids, you know, especially like the seniors. That's going to be their last season. Yeah. So you're yeah. going to give up that season yep. to try to secure next season which nothing's ever given. Right. So And now it it, it totally backfired. So Right. So now you screwed everybody that you have in on scholarship. <laughs> yeah. They're thinking, "Okay, we got our quarterback for next year and now you don't now have you that have either." Him. So it's Yeah, that's, that's great. But you wonder who's in his ear. So you know he's already got a place. Like he's going to commit. Like the portal's not that big. So right. check this out. I didn't realize this. Um, these, gonna be- these kids after this game, they like, I think they have to declare for the NFL by like Thursday. They only got like three days after this championship game. He's Clemson. Uh, see, and- this is where I'm completely with tight. you on like other people forcing kids to make decisions. Yeah. Can I at least heal a little bit from yeah. this game? Yeah. They, you know? I mean, hell, they're still going to be. I mean, they're still going to be drunk and have glitter on them in three days. And like, just give them a minute. Still smell like dirty yeah, freaking, oh, yeah, freaking, uh, freaking candy and cinnamon. Candy probably and talking cinnamon. them into going pro. What do you think, Candy? You think I should go pro? Yeah, yeah oh, I, th- I think he'd be all pro. You're all pro in my oh. book. Burrow's hey. still smoking. He ain't finished his cigar <laughs> yet, dude. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I mean, th- he knows what he's doing, but hey, <laughs> he's funny. He talks well, about see, he talks about beer from Southeast and Ohio. Like the cigars ain't the only thing he's smoking. Well, let's, let's talk about like. Uh, He's super smart. He uh, seems like it. He knew how he didn't. He was, stayed humble. Didn't say a lot. Yeah, easily coach because well, I think it's because his dad's a coach. Sure, oh, yeah, I mean, hot, so yeah. we'll go back to this Houston thing. Let's say you're just some stud athlete with maybe not a great home life and really no one to help you make these huge freaking decisions. Right. Not only were you going to go in college, right. are you going to stay at that college, or you declare for the pros? Like, and then you you put these timelines on these kids to make all these decisions. Right. I'm like, damn, these kids need some guidance. You ain't giving them time to even talk to somebody. Right, exactly. Is yeah. it the NCAA that puts the timelines on them or the NFL? I think it's NFL. Um, you know what? That's a great question. I don't know who actually They're, puts the deadline. Them, it's the, probably the, the NCAA. NFL. probably doesn't really care. I mean, they would rather them stay. That's just more money in their pocket. Yeah. So it's probably the NFL. I bet the NFL has a cutoff because, yeah. you know, they have to. But still, like. Why? Why, just, they, why just do some dude make up rules? Yeah. yeah, I don't understand why a guy can't go to the combine and they're like, he runs a four six, and he's like, now nah, I'm gonna go back to college. Who gives a shit. Yeah. Yep. What makes a difference? I guess. I guess my point is like they act like these guys. You know, once they declare, they can't come back. Okay. Now it's only the combines in February. They don't get paid to go to combine, do they? Then if no, they, they're not taking I mean. any money. Well, even if even okay, just but just have them like don't take the money. What I'm saying is they're like the combines in February. So say they were allowed to go back to school. So they come back to school. They're back in March. Uh, transfers and freshmen don't come until March. What's the difference? It's not like – who cares? Well, I don't know, understand why it matters. I think it has more to do with the NCAA than it does the NFL. Oh, absolutely that end Because they don't want them going. And they'll have a bazillion violations. Yeah. I mean, guarantee. Well, and they just don't want to deal let's, with let's the face mess. It. A lot of these violations can be thrown out. Right. Oh, yeah, Why can't a kid go petty. to the combine? I have no idea. He compete. He competes at the combine, and then you know he'll look at. There's some stat board. He says, "Okay, with what you did, this is where you'd fall in the draft." Yeah. He's like, "Ah, shit, I'm gonna go back to college for one more See, year." See, the NBA right. does that. The NBA, you're allowed to. Uh, college players are allowed to get evaluated and talk to people and do all and go through the process. That's correct. And get yeah. a grade. And if they don't like their grade, they can go back to college. Like NFL or college football, you can't do that. Like it's just because these dumbass rules that have been in place for years. Like. I don't understand it. Yeah. Like, well, why, can't, why can't a kid go 
even go to like go try go with a team go play with some of their players and see how you feel physically and how you match up and decide like okay like like give you any of us like baseball tryouts if any of us were going to go get a job right we wouldn't just we wouldn't just go okay i'm going to take that job without talking to somebody else that did the job without going and like checking out the workplace Nobody would do that, but then the NFL like, nope, you got to pick. Well, it's these kids' career. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it, it is their livelihood on what they're going to do. So, like you said, why put a timeline on a three or four days? I have no idea. Because to make the right decision, I mean, I'm sure they do a lot of planning prior to that. But you're talking about 19, 20, 21-year-old right. kids that really don't have a whole lot of life right. experience. Well, and a lot of them don't have the family support and yeah. can make bad decisions that can affect them for the rest and of their life. I made tons of bad decisions, and there wasn't even money online. Well, right, yeah. It. Now you're talking about right. millions of dollars. Well, think about it. And the kids deciding are also the, the players that have been working. They're not guys that, like, in practice are sitting on the sidelines. These are guys trying to win national championships, like, uh, you know, whether it's the high state guys that win or now these Clemson guys. Like, these are guys playing. Like, they haven't been sitting for two weeks trying to make a decision. They've been trying to win a game. Right. So it's – so it's a combination of like it's your best player. It's not the kicker. Like kickers have plenty of time to like sit and think and talk to people. Like these guys are practicing. They're well, watching it, game film. Another thing is if you were going to make like league minimums close to five hundred thousand NFL, right? If you're in a private sector, let's just say you're um, IT director or something like that, and you're applying for a job that's worth five hundred thousand a year, you have like four fucking interviews. Yeah. For that job, not just like random. I, right. Like you go to the combine, you just go to different rooms, different coaches, and they, they try to give you some kind of yeah. goddamn CIA yeah. head exam. The first time these guys talk to the guy who hires them is it's the day of the draft. Hey, it's John Dorsey. You're, we're picking right. you at 17. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I want to know, like, $500,000 online. I want, I want a couple. Yeah. I want to know if you're a good fit for me. All right. Yeah. yeah. Then that, that goes into the whole the draft is shit. It's all, it's all Wait, a bunch of bullshit. I'm going to run long right here. Um, because because uh, I I drank a beer because I wasn't feeling good and I said you guys drink a beer I'm like yeah that's a good idea <laughs> I told you before we even started Matt drink a beer I feel so much better right now so I'm gonna say it. I hope and it's never gonna happen I wish Burrow gets drafted by the Bengals and he says nope not playing not playing for a shitty fucking organization yeah. and yeah why should we, he why should he have to because you know the boss the owner of the Cincinnati Bengals does yeah. not give a fuck why shouldn't why shouldn't Joe Burrow be able to interview with every team. And and make a decision based on that, and the, like every other job in the world. How about this? What if somehow we can? I hate John Elway and the Denver Broncos. If both we can get Burrows to the Broncos with Elway above him, I don't know, man. Elway, See, I don't think Elway's Elway, 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 doing good right yeah, now. His dude. quarterbacks, he hadn't had a quarterback come out there yet. Well, and it, he right. he struggled name, with that name front one. office. Name an organization you'd like to see Burrow at. Belichick. Like to see that? <laughs> okay, that's I mean, that's not the universe. He yeah, may be the greatest not? player. I mean, he may surpass Tom Brady okay. if you put him in that system. Let's con- oh, hey, shit, let's, con- let's continue with the ana- – okay, there's a great qu- quick question. Uh, next year, New England has to choose Burrow or Brady. Just for next year, oh. who's better right now? It's, oh, definitely. It's Burrow. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's crazy. To yeah, think I would about, take right? in a second. Yeah, I would trade Brady and take Burrow. Bill Belichick yeah. is a business. He's I mean, a football I mean, guy. I mean, he would do it in a second. I mean, even, you know what? No, I mean, saying even for next year, I think he'd have a better season. Oh yeah, like, hey, that's uh, just a dumb question. Wolves anyway, did it all the time. But let's uh, you're like, hey, coach, I can play another year. I'm like, you just don't got it anymore. He but, would just straight tell guys. Like, well, yeah, yeah, I'm done with. But you. let's let's continue with the, the the analogy, the workforce analogy. So, 
to your analogy, if, if kids come down to college, so like if he was playing if, for a job as an engineer, so, exactly. So you, say you're one of the best engineers coming out of uh, Purdue, an yeah. engineering school, right? So you why, why, your, why get, should the why should a company that's terrible at business, like ah, you know, like we, you know, we've been we've been running we've been running in the you know in the red for a few years, but we think we're going to turn it around. We've yeah. had a couple bridges collapse, but you yeah. got you have to work for us, yeah, because, because, all because we're you. terrible at our job. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't make why shouldn't he be able to be like no, I'm I earned being the best. So if Burrow was a little worse quarterback, he could go to the Patriots. Yep. For instance, yeah. we're using Patriots. That's right. the stupidest thing that makes any sense. So, like, I mean, if you really think about it, like, yeah, that that would be like like you like you guys said, it would be like him coming out of college being the number one guy, and then he has to go work for the government, yeah. because they're they're so ran so poorly that they need they, they his service. Yeah. They need his services. Oh so yeah. you have to come I, over here. Yeah, you can't go to the private. I don't sector. want anyone I care about working with Perry and I. Where yeah, we were, because it's fucking horrible. But that's, there, that's exact example like, though. Go back you know, to college. Guess what really happens? Like these, like Microsoft and shit comes and and, and recruits you. Like yeah. so, you know. I think well, here, we, I here, think we just fixed the NFL draft today. But here we did. I feel good it, about because you know guys. what we do. Like it's not fair. Well, to I'm gonna player. make. A, I'm gonna make a couple calls. I'm a, I got a friend named Karen, and Karen's gonna talk to a guy I need to talk about to your, a guy. I need to talk to your manager. <laughs> Karen needs to talk to your manager. NFL. Uh the thing of it is, as much as we hate what it does to the individual player going into the league, now we're at the end of a regular you know, NFL season. The competition we had in this playoffs, the, the season's been very entertaining. Yeah. Unfortunately, it works out for the fan really well. Okay, quick question. I know we're going way too long here on that. Well, I figured we'd go about 45 minutes. Not what, was, was this a good season for college football fans or for – ones who were lucky enough to have one of these big schools because outside of the big schools playing this year, was it a good season? Yeah, because uh, Cincinnati won their bowl game and they're an all-power five. Um, Memphis got to play Penn State and they got blown out. Um, we, but, but there, were some many, great, how, there were some great football games that weren't in. I mean, that's what I'm just I'm – just, We I had can't. like 80 teams in bowl games this year. Yeah, and, but my thing is like how many bowl games do you watch now? Because since the well, because playoffs started, yeah, they're, unfortunately, they're, more more than we want to, Perry. Right, but I don't watch a lot of them because I mean, these are the marquee ones. Yeah, absolutely. like like everybody that's watches. So what, so a lot of people don't watch a lot of the bowl games because they're actually, I mean, they're just another game. So, but it feels like, like, yeah, exactly. Well, that's, I, that's what I'm thinking as as a casual fan, like that doesn't have a like a cat. We always say this: like casual fan in the middle of North Dakota. Do, do they, don't they give a think shit. it was a good season? Because sure. Every week it was either the big games or every week were LSU, Ohio State, Texas played some big ones like yeah Georgia. Alabama, Auburn. I mean, there were, there was, but it wasn't like up and down the board great games. I mean, because we knew who was going. It was really like from what halfway through the season. Well, it, that's we all. had we had six teams that we were seeing who was going to get in the playoffs, and everybody else was eliminated. Uh, wait a minute, let me let me uh, let me be contrary. Let me play devil's advocate, guys. Okay, I don't know what the right answer is because you know there's always the Army Navy game. And then we know when them teams will ever be in the playoffs. Everyone kind of turns in for that. No, but that's, the, a, that's not a that, casual it, college football fan though. No, but that is like they say the greatest rivalry game, and always has been, and probably always will be. And then is we got, that game, and then we got okay, rivalry th- week, okay, th- which is awesome to watch. But was it? Yeah, I thought I had fun that week. We did. We're we're a bit. I'm going to watch. Yeah, we're, we're weirdos. I'm is this wa- podcast for weirdos or average people? I prefer rivalry week 
over these other bowl games other than these ones. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a better week for football. It's a, I mean, But I'm kind of thinking, like, if you think week – yeah, week one you had Oregon-Auburn. That's it. And then really until – it really things heated up, like late October, kind of – actually, Alabama-LSU kind of kicked off this college football season, honestly. You had Texas-LSU early and Oregon-Auburn early. But really, like, each week – if you weren't a fan of one of these big schools, like, I mean, High State was just destroying people. Like, that's only fun for High State fans. They weren't fun games to watch. Right. It was like, miserable. How many of the games, like, LSU was destroying people. Alabama's just, everybody's just destroying everybody. Like, I don't think that if you're just a. Well, you had the Georgia, South Carolina uh, upset early in the season. They, yeah, that mean, was a four o'clock. Georgia, no. Florida game. But still, you're getting into October. They need bigger games, though. Like, I understand yeah. why Alabama plays these small schools. First six weeks of the season right. wasn't they get, good. They get, these, they get a lot of money and stuff, but it's not good for college football. Like, they should have no. a certain amount. Like, I know they have their conference games, but, like, they're out of conference games. They need to be. And we got to figure out how to force how – how do you force teams to schedule teams? Because you have to right. schedule them so far. Well, it backfired. Right. We were having Oregon. That backfired. Yeah, but what we're saying is if everybody had to have that game – like if you had to have like, like three a high out of play. conference, plus they well, played nobody out of conference. Plus you got to schedule your athletic director scheduling these five years out. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you're thinking, hey, uh, Wisconsin versus Florida be a great game, right? You get to that all of a sudden five years later, uh, Florida just got hit with a bunch of suspensions and it's a shitty fucking game. Well, right. yeah, that that's going to happen, but yeah, they only okay, schedule right. one of those. That and yeah. remember too, like like they act like you have to schedule five years out, but guess what? Like oh, that's. You don't know who you're going to play in the conference championship games. That takes a week. They get that shit going. Right. Like, you can schedule these games a year, maybe two ahead of time. It ain't that hard. They got cash checks, it's man. All, there you go. They okay, got cash hey, checks. That's I, all there's to it. I, I don't – like, Rutgers and Maryland in the Big Ten is, like, horrible. Yeah. And it's, like, it's so bad. No, I just uh, – It's I'm like just, you're playing pickup basketball just, and you got your buddies with you and you're doing pretty good. Oh, we got to get one more guy. Here's that turd. The, but just got to be but on they the, brought him in. Yeah. I mean, they – I mean, they were – I don't think they were that good when they brought him in. To, no, no. I mean – It's all they, about TV revenue. It was a big upset. Well, yeah. they, they also brought him in because they want to get Ohio State on the East Coast. The whole – the yeah, big TV ten, revenue. The big, yeah. yeah, the Big Ten TV revenue is all Ohio State. It's so all the, based on – anybody will tell you that. So the networks are pretty much running oh, yeah. NCAA. Yeah, well, I think what every team in the Big Ten gets uh, is like $10 million a year from the network. It's like crazy money. Every team That's just gets that money. Oh, yeah. it's well, So let's, let's – I'm going to sum it up this way. The kids on the field right now are playing great football. Like the schemes, the players, how advanced they are. And on the other side of it is the – NCAA business money side of it is still a crock of shit. <laughs> and, then, and then you got coaches caught in the middle. It's where yeah. being a college football yeah. coach is all gray. Yeah. At, at Division One. Yeah. So, but as far as what the, the product on the field is awesome right now, yeah. like it's just these, these kids are doing things that I, people don't realize the time and studying and the techniques and everything that they're putting in. They're not just walking out there and going through it. Like what we saw last night was high level. Football, but oh, I mean, we world class athletes. Yes, on the field. yes, I and doing just the schemes, the 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 routes, the 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 teamwork, the blocking schemes. Like, oh, you know what? Give that's another thing. Give uh, LSU's offensive line a little credit, boy. They really, well, they, they really make some adjustments. Yeah, he made some adjustments, and yeah. that second half, Burrow could, had his way. So, yeah, yeah, we forgot to give a little shout out to them. But all right, we've got to clean this up. We can sit and talk about college football all day. We'll take a break. That's kind of what we do. Yeah, yeah, we'll be back and talk about that other. Uh, what Other is league. it? Uh, uh, NF. It's, I, I don't know, it's you know. the uh, <laughs> APFA. Yeah, <laughs> not, nothing to see here. All right, we'll be back. 
Okay, let's talk about the other football. The uh, NFL had had a, played a few games last week. Yes, we had our four playoff games this Ooh. past week. And let's start off. The divisional get- round is typically one of the. That's probably the considered the best week of the season, right? You got four games, two days, like yeah, and you focus on them. Yeah, and so let's rip the band aid off. Well, might as well, because <laughs> yeah. I think after this first game we got to talk about, I'm gonna be getting shot by an <laughs> AR. No, no, no. The Titans beat the Ravens twenty-eight to twelve. Um, Let's get this one over. Everything, everything went wrong. Yeah. So well, everything went wrong for one team, and everything went yeah. right for another team. Yeah. So I want to start off by saying I, I preach this, and and I don't know why, and I know you guys aren't like this, but just in general in sports now, it has to be about one team won, and the other team is the worst team we've ever seen in the history of the world. No, no. no. Titans are playing great football. Yeah. They're welcome. The Titans are if – you, if you start the season when Tannehill went in the game for the Titans, yep. everybody would look at this season different. And I know that's not how the season works, but the Titans played good football. Yeah, found – right. Fundamental football all over. They yes. had no turnovers. Ravens had three turnovers. Yeah. Uh, I, and thing. then um, – The two know, fourth downs. And it's always the argument. I mean, Jackson hadn't played in three weeks. That that didn't help running into a team like the Titans who were playing on – they're playing at another level. Yeah. They're coming off a, a big strong win. Patriots win. They're healthy. You know, yeah. no, nobody's dinged up. And then all of a sudden you run into that. Um, well, they run into you with Derrick Henry. Yeah. Well, that's, 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 an, that's yeah. the key. What do you guys think the, of this? The running game – works well late in the season. Yeah. Like the passing game in these playoff games, like they're, a lot of these games are not dome games. So if you have a good running game, which which Baltimore does, but the problem is is their running back wasn't in the game. I think, You know what? I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because it's usually me defending it. That did affect that game, oh, right? Oh, huge. Yeah. I mean, Ingram is like the spark plug of that offense. Right. And so, and I thought another thing as observation is I was telling um, – you know, a fan, a fan of the Ravens about this. We were discussing the game. You try to talk her off the ledge. Well, when you run the offense that Jackson runs with with all the option, right? That's your partner. Yeah. Like you, you guys he has have to be a, a threat for them. You guys, to respect the you offense. got well. You guys have a feel for each other. Just literally on the handoff, like when you're sticking that ball in his belly, yeah. he's got a feel for when you're pulling it, when you're leaving it. That's hard to teach in a couple of weeks without playing. Right, you can't just play. plug a guy in no, and expect so, him oh, and optional, to, to do that's that. Your, oh, that's your right hand in right. the backfield. And I think that really affected Lamar more than I – and mean, Ingram gave it a go. We knew I knew he wasn't going to play. Right. As soon as he got hurt in that Cleveland game, I'm like, that's it. Or was it Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm like, that's it. Weird, too. Just like turn and pop and down. It ha- yeah, it's, it that was, happened. But yeah. I really think – I think Perry nailed it. I think that really affected – the Ravens' offense, especially Lamar. Oh, it affects him game. a lot because, yeah. like you said, he doesn't have that security blanket in yeah. the backfield with him. So now it, he's actually changed his – they've had to change, like, their game plan because yeah. the other – I don't even know who the other running back in is, but that's he's no Mark Ingram. No. I mean, they, they, they weighed a lot on Ingram yeah. to protect and help, you know. Yep. The help Jackson in the backfield. And with the run game and in an option game and throwing the ball and getting behind – and I don't know why they panicked so bad. It did feel it, a little. Panicked. It felt like like when the wheels started to come off, they really didn't have an answer for it. Yeah. And then with the Titans, with their running game, they could just control the game, and that's yeah, that's mean, the answer. That's the same thing we saw or brought up with the Penn State Memphis game. Like once you realize you can control the game with the running game, yeah, it's like oh, and we we kind of got this here. Well, it was a crazy game because like the first takeaway is like everybody that. Anybody wants to say Lamar got exposed, Ravens got exposed. Lamar had the best regular season of anybody in the league just because of their schedule and the wins. He beat the Patriots. 
He beat San Francisco. Francisco. He beat Seattle. He beat uh, uh, Buffalo is another playoff team he beat. Like, he had one of the best regulars. I'm not taking – like, he's fine. He's 23 years old. He did his job this year. He deserves the MVP. I don't want to hear all the talk about he got exposed. Now, did they? the Titans game plan against him? Yes. You know what they did? They We kind of talked about this in the college segment. They clogged the lanes. Mm-hmm. They kind of stood still, made him yep. throw. And I tell you, honestly, he threw the ball really well. I actually well, came away from that. I thought he threw pretty well. He did. Okay, he did. Because um, one thing I noticed the Titans were doing was they would attack the hands at the point of reception. Yes. So you don't get a lot of pass Well, Titans secondary is nice. So, you, I mean, Lamar was hitting him in the hands. Unfortunately, the secondary was smacking it out of the hands. And Lamar doesn't have we, all year. Like everybody knows, he doesn't have the receivers to build. Yeah. Ravens roster isn't great. They played great as a team. We knew we knew they were susceptible to the run. I think anybody that's watched the Ravens all year, they're, they're a little soft up front. You can run on them. But most teams, like Perry said, middle of the season, aren't – now, San Francisco's the outlier. I don't know why they couldn't get on them. But I'm saying they, they play a team-type defense, team tackling, a lot of blitzing. And for whatever – and Henry running at them 90 mile an hour is a horrible matchup. And it, I knew it, It's all a year, horrible matchup. For a freight train, yeah. Well, when yeah. Henry's running, just like well, think, once he gets going, I yeah. mean, once and I think that's what Tennessee was trying to do. Once they get him oh, yeah. rolling, then you're playing Tennessee's game, and that's what happened to Baltimore. Yeah. They tried to play Tennessee's game oh. without their running back. Then you got to, I mean, what did Lamar? Does he have the passing record touchdowns? I mean, everybody wants to talk about his running, but how many touchdowns did he throw? Oh, he led the league. Year? Yeah, so so he can throw the ball. Oh yeah, but it's there's just that one piece. Yeah. I think if Ingram was there, it's a totally different. Well, ball even game. like okay, how they were they had two fourth downs. They didn't get Ingram gets that fourth down. Yeah, it was a four, Ingram gets it, and just the threat of Ingram. But Tennessee also, they they played him perfectly. Like Vrabel, Tennessee won the game. That's what I'm trying to say. Tennessee won oh. that game. Bad NFL is about matchups. That was a horrible matchup for Baltimore. They'd have much rather played. They would have. They would have still beat. The Patriots in that game, they'd have beat maybe Houston. They, they, we'll talk about Kansas City in a minute. They, they wasn't beating Kansas City. Yeah, not, <laughs> that, not that weekend. But I'm saying yeah. everybody's got to panic. Like, what? No, you're fine. Come back in the next year, run the same offense, get a receiver, get some. You know, yeah, if, they're uh, fine. I, I wanted to get to this. Like, they're in great shape. Yeah, they're fine. They don't they need to are, jump. But Ingram's getting up there. Oh so, yeah, they, they got to replace Ingram. He, he's good. That's they need to but have th- another guy. But I think you can draft a guy and. And once, once him to, and Lamar have that relationship, you're going right. to be fine. You, you don't have to trade the bank away yeah. for what they need. Like, you know, drafts, like we're going to bundle, we're going to give you an, uh, next year our first round pick. No, they wherever they're sitting at the draft, they're probably going to find the people they need. Well, I can tell they're you, not this, bad I can tell you this, Lamar looked better in his loss than only, Brady did. It's only week oh, three. Yeah. And you know oh. how good Brady is. We know Brady's good. Yeah. But this yeah. is only his third season. Yeah, he's, yeah it's fine. He, like, yeah. I, uh, you know, it was disappointing but just because I enjoyed watching him all year. But – I love this Titans team. I love the way they play. I love that Vrabel had the nuts to switch quarterbacks. Yeah. Like, I love I love everything about them. A uh, side note, uh, the Dolphins are paying Tannehill $13 million to play for the Titans this year. So uh, <laughs> To be in the another, conference another, championship. There you go. So, Burrow should definitely not interview with the Dolphins. Yeah. But, um, but no, in general, like, good game. All credit to the Titans. Um it's all is like Daniel's doing his job once again. I think he had maybe 120 yards. Like he's yeah. not, he's not, yeah, he's not. Yeah. But so, what, how do we feel about Henry? How do you guys feel about Derrick Henry? Okay. You're kind of, I don't back. know where you're at with Perry with players. Like he's a running back guy, I'm a receiver guy. Where, where do you, what do you, when you watch Henry, are you like, this guy's awesome, or is it a product of he's the only player doing it? Well, I'll tell you my takeaway uh, from that game. Um, Harbaugh is a great coach, Vrabel 
is very impressive. <laughs> He's impressive. So, does that play into how good Henry is and how what kind of season he's having because of Vrabel? I mean, because I think be it does. I think it plays a lot into it because he wasn't that good last year. I mean, he was decent. No, I think but, people kind of thought he was a bit of a yeah. I, I mean, won't say bust, but right. And I mean, he was another Alabama running back who blah blah blah. Right, right, but he did play well in Alabama. I mean, he's always been big. You yeah. know what I mean? But. Where does the speed come from? I'm like, yeah. it seems he's like he's fucking faster. Legs are, his legs are so long. Yeah. I know. And he's also a running back who somehow gets faster as the game goes on. That's what I'm saying. The only thing I would say is, as big as you are, man, you get you get to that, you get five yards past line of scrimmage, you get that second level, lower a shoulder on yeah. the first guy. He can't do it. Because he's him. out of the fucking game. Yeah. Like, he, like, he doesn't punish a... He is a stand-up runner. Like he, he is he, he, ridiculous. He's, That's yeah, what I'm he's saying. Like, like straight. Have up. we ever seen a guy with this many yards that runs that straight up? You know he's having like the think. stats are. He's having like already one of the greatest postseasons in running back history. It, see, it's it's a team he's thing because it's like he's big enough to run through the arm tackles, and the offensive line is good enough that all they the defense gets on him is arms. Yeah, he's got like almost. Uh, he's pushing 400 yards in two games. Yep, but he's yeah. got to. It's not. You're not reinventing the wheel. It's not a real hard thing to do to lean forward yeah. and kill another human being. We've yeah. been doing it for a long time. Right. But he did it. He ran the exact same way in Alabama. Yeah, I but think Alabama it's just, was just better than everybody. Just, I know. I just think it's his style of running. Yeah. It's just a good thing that he's big. Like, because you're right. He probably would be out of the game. So, so I guess I guess I lean towards – I'm not once saying again, change your whole style. Just once, yeah. once in a while. Oh, I know. You've been doing it all year. He's he, no Zeke. Like, when Zeke goes through the line, he's the first guy, well, he's going to level the first yeah, guy right. that comes through. But – I just think it's a different style so, of running. I kind of lean towards it's a combination of, and I think this goes to what you said about Vrabel. Uh, actually, well, Vrabel took what he had. Again, I think Vrabel's having one of the best coaching seasons. Like oh. this, that this guy, he's done it everywhere he's went. Like yeah. at Ohio State, like he he helped him. Like he immediately helped that. I was okay. I always give Vrabel credit too because he came to Ohio State to help his buddy. Fickle out when yeah. he dumped yes. when, when he, he dumped fell on the sword, yeah. yeah. And and I always admired him for doing, and he did a great job. Got us a national, you know. I mean, like I'm gonna tell you great. right now, he did great at um, where did he go? I think he went to Houston after that and coached as a defensive coordinator. But he is he is a one. He is a really top level coach. He just beat Belichick. Yeah, you just beat Harbaugh. Right. You got opportunity to beat Andy Reid. Yeah. And then if you go past that, you're playing Shanahan, who everyone thinks is this offensive genius. Yeah. So I might be wearing a Tennessee hat on this podcast. But, but going next back year. to Henry, like I lean a little bit towards it's a combination of I think that that offensive line is coached perfectly for Henry because yeah. Henry's not he's really not hitting anybody. Like if you watch, he doesn't take a ton of contact. The guy is hitting the line of scrimmage. There's a hole there, and he just, and then he's he's so fast and big that it's he's, like a big deer plowing yeah. through the brushes. But yeah. he's not. He, like that, those holes are there. Like that offensive line blocks perfect for Henry, yeah. and it works. And a variable kind of and took, that's coaching. He's like, this is yeah. what I got. This is how he runs. Yep. And Tannehill he is just athletic enough that when Vrabel needs him, all of a sudden, bang, he's in. Like he's really <laughs> Vrabel's done an excellent job with this team. Well, and I'll say the whole coaching staff because Vrabel's not obviously he's not coaching quarterbacks, running backs, and offensive line. No, he's delegating. He, I understand, but that that whole coaching staff at Tennessee has done an amazing job. Well, what I like what I don't like to do with Chubb. Because I think Chubb could be a downhill runner. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're gonna put you, Henry. We're gonna put you in the offset. No, yeah. we're gonna no. line you and, right and, behind. But that's what they with Mariota for a couple of years. That's what they did. And everybody's like, exactly. Like, there's nothing wrong with the guy getting ahead of steam, going to pistol, going to pistol. There you go. Yeah. If Chubb plays for Titans. Guess what? He's got two thousand yards next year. That, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, about that, so, uh, so what was it? We got a uh, anyway. Oh, yeah, we got, I just want to say the Ravens had a fantastic year. Yeah, they're it, fine. It wasn't fake. 
genuinely wow. good year. And if anybody thinks they didn't, because here's what I said: if you don't like, if you think the Ravens failed this year, then really what you want is at the beginning of the year have a have a, a tournament for the NFL. Then you're done. Because if all that matters is, you know, who wins the playoff game, then what what did you watch the other 16 games? Well, for? They, they were there were two and two after four games and winning like what like a nine game winning streak? eleven. 11 game win. Well, I mean, yeah. look at the division they, they play again. in, though. I mean, the division they yeah. play in, I mean, they're not, they're, they're going to have no problem. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, they're going to walk, walk right through that division. But next it just year. kills you when fans are like, ah, oh, they're a joke. I'm like, so you, you think when Who they. Who said that? You now? think when they be. Just, just, just like. There's so quote many. unquote fans out there. You know what I'm talking about. But I just like, I like to call the people out who, like, I like to give credit for people who watch the game because I'm tired of these people telling me the Ravens are terrible. And I'm like, well, they wasn't terrible when they was beating. San Francisco in the rain yeah. at 40 degrees. Like, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. That was an awesome win. It's a better win than most – than uh, Patriots had no good wins all year. One more thing. Like, you're on the road. You got a lot of money in your pocket. Uh, you're on, like, a, a six-game win streak, and you don't get distracted, and you win the next one, you win the next one. Yeah. Like, these guys didn't let down. Right. Like, I, I know. It's just, and they're professional. But that's how we are now. Like, as soon as the team loses, they're the worst ever. So, one, anyway. One thing we didn't touch on, though, is, is like this – bye week before the playoff game yes. and the effect that it has on the game and the I players. I brought that up last podcast. Dude, I, I, I personally don't like it. I don't like it at all because you got guys sitting, they don't play the last game of the year and yep. then you got a, they get a, a, a bye for the first round so they ain't played for two weeks and then they go back into preparation. It's, like, I, it's like stepping into oncoming traffic. Yeah, like and these guys have been playing and playing and playing all the starters leading up to, you know, get to that, yep. to get there and then they go there and it is a home game for them but then they just don't show up. They come out flat and they can't yep. overcome. And well, it. it's what we said. We said it's like uh, it's like getting on the interstate and everybody else is going seventy all of a sudden, and you know you're going thirty five. Like holy shit! And right. if you don't, and, and the Ravens couldn't catch up in time, and it was too late. Yeah, it was fourteen nothing before they could blink, and then they're pressing. So well, that you're driving in Newark and then you go to Columbus and drive around over there in rush hour traffic, oh. and you're like, what the hell? There you go. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's, it's exactly. Like, I, I can't think, wait no, to I, get back to Fraserburg. I, 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 kinda, <laughs> I know it's it's stupid to say like you don't want to buy, but I see it. I see it with these, and and a lot of it's like okay, so New England can handle a buy because they know how to handle it, right? Lamar Jackson has no idea what to do with a buy. That just dude, like 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 Max said, you know, he played six games in a row that was the end of the world. And then all of a sudden, he's like just hanging out, like like what, walking around you, the sidelines. You, <laughs> you can't simulate, and then you know you get hit in the mouth. You're like, oh, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like you're in the house all weekend. You forgot it snowed, and you walk out, and you're like a little oh. extra cold, yeah. little extra. T- I mean, it's it's a real thing. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, we spent a lot of time on that yeah. game. But it was I mean, it was exciting. It was a good game, and this one was awesome too. Chiefs beat the Texans fifty-one wow. to thirty-one. Wow. It's just, uh, Houston got out the twenty-four point lead, yeah. and then that was it. And then <laughs> the, the turning point and was then, what the, the why oh. would you run a fake punt? In your own on your own thirty, yeah, with with the lead, yeah. Like I don't understand a seventeen point lead. Yeah, that that just didn't make any sense no, to me. I, I'm not about. I'm not usually a fire that coach guy. But I'm I, I've never liked that guy. No, I'm, I'm not because he coached at Penn State. Yeah, well, and he's just. I, a, I, I go and get He's just hole. a dick. That's what yeah. I thought this whole time. He's always been that way. Oh. Okay. No, he's one of those guys that like he's one of these NFL guys that came to college. I couldn't wait for him to get out of college. Like NFL guy from New England comes to college. He's like like Charlie Weiss was like oh. I know what's going on here, like r- real arrogant. I'm like, no, you got your ass whipped. Well, the, fucking, he get goes out. down there get and out. takes the Penn State job yeah. when they get hit with all those sanctions and, and stuff. Yeah. And then after a couple of years, he says, I'm leaving. He goes, oh, they weren't forthcoming with all the penalties that uh, were all the, I don't know, stipulations that came yeah. with everything. Like, 
well, why didn't you research that more? Like, you're, this is your job. It was a, yeah, it was a got, lie. Everybody not, else knew what what, what, what was coming down. How in the hell is the head coach? I'm not a fan yeah, of a complete his, fucking lie. Yeah. I know if I've got if I've got Deshaun Watson, I got I got to bring a coach in there. It's gonna well for one make thing. I happen. he but, takes what, a lot of hits. I keep him upright. He's but, a great. That's what I'm saying Watson dude. wasn't prepared for that game. Once it started sliding, Mahomes had total control. Like it, it wasn't even close. Those two quarterbacks, and they're the same year. These, these guys are these guys are the exact same quarterback. And yeah. one when Watson wasn't coached, he wasn't prepared for that. What happened? And Mahomes was. Yeah, Mahomes and, never panicked. Like they even got you know footage on the sideline. Like no, we're fine. Like they think we're out of it. We're not. Blah blah blah. It'd been a lot worse if JJ Watt wasn't there. Oh man, <laughs> JJ. Whew. He almost single handedly saved. They should have put JJ at quarterback. They should have. Oh my god! This, you know what? Well, if they, 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 they would have mic JJ up, I think Houston would have won that game. He, I don't even know how many plays he played in. Like he, he wasn't even on the. I don't even think he was on the field that. Oh, much. he was wore all. out. Yeah, I mean, he, he was wore. I mean, he hadn't played much. He was not. He's well, he's not in football shape. He hadn't played for yeah three months. A torn pack. You can't even. No. Yeah, they don't even. Oh, know, no. they didn't even think he was coming back. No, he was dying. And uh, yeah, but that game came down to once Kansas City kind of figured out Houston. They just couldn't make the adjustments. Kelsey abused them. Yeah. But, that guy's freaking awesome. But that's been dude. Houston all deal. Actually, Houston played their whole season in one game. Like, all season they've been like, they look great, and then the next week they get stomped. Well, they did it in one game. Yeah. Like, like man, they look really good. But for some reason – And then reason, all of a sudden you're like, ooh. The Texans somehow had the Titans figured out. That was a little earlier in the season. Yeah. And, that's what I said. It's a different – Yeah. Um. So – well, 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 I guess we'll do that in a victory formation. Um, okay, how do you feel about the Chiefs right now? Oh, they're great, dude. Patrick Mahomes I don't know who's going to beat them. Patrick Mahomes is the best. I, I, I if mean, they play that same they're game, they're going to struggle. They're going next week. I'm interested to see what they do with Henry. That run game, yeah, yeah I'm, because I think they're like I, they're they're, they're going to try and score more. I, well, I no, their their run defense is not that. No, good. no, he's and, gonna and, he's and gonna have six yards of carry. Yeah, and they're going to have to deal with him. But the thing is, they can score at will. That's yeah. the thing. Can the Titans, you know, can they have long drives? Can they keep the ball away from Patrick Take away Mahomes? possessions? We because about last if night. they don't, he's just going to drive down the field and score. What's going to determine that game probably because of that is going to be holding penalties, mm-hmm. a, a fumble. Any mistake the Titans make is going to be Well, Titans don't make too many mistakes. Yeah. Right. Well. That's why I say. Well, if they don't make any mistakes, it's going to be a close game. Yeah. yeah. I, I would agree with that. They got to play a great game. I would game love to know what the over and under is going to be on that because it's – I would say I don't I wouldn't think touch that game. No. I don't think it'll be way up there, though. I, I think you know. Of course, I don't know the weather in Kansas City next week, but you know, I, I know this: Mahomes is is Mahomes is the best player in NFL football right now. Like, oh yeah, the guy they couldn't catch him when he was running, and he's the best quarterback, and he and has the best receiver yeah. in, the, in the in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Kelsey is by far. Well, he's doing great. I don't know he that down. 49ers tied in. I really like. Yeah, him. we like Kittle too, don't we? Okay, Kelsey's oh, yeah. a, Kelsey's I, probably a better receiver. Receiver, but not a better all-around Ke- player. Yeah. But they don't play the same offense. He don't have to be right. Kelsey doesn't have to be the run blocker. Yeah. Kittle but is. how is it we have two tight ends that are the best receivers in the league? I mean, well, what other big this. big time receiver would you put above him? That is an actual receiver, not a tight end. Because all the defenses went maybe to Michael five. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Oh yeah, he's. I mean, I'm just, saying that's maybe. just one. Number. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they talk about the NFL going to a passing league, and we just. There's three guys and two of them are tied. Yeah, we did a whole show on this well, like a couple is, months is, ago. Everyone went to that nickel was your base package. So you it's get, a mismatch. You get such a mismatch. So the tight ends are just okay. dominating. So, okay, let's continue this. Here's a great question. Uh, let's try. I won't use him because you guys are a little 
that's a little too close to home. Like, so who's a supposedly great receiver? Outside, I, I want to say Beckham, but he's the only one. Like, no, he's, he was terrible. He had a fucking terrible, terrible season. Oh, yeah, so I mean, like, let's. Try, I'm trying to think of a, a a good receiver who's not in the playoffs right now, who everybody tells me is a great receiver. Uh. But that's so funny because it's all. It's all tight ends now. You're right. It is. I mean, Thielen and Diggs in Minnesota. Okay, let's say Thielen. Great. He's a great wide receiver. Who would you take? Kelsey, Kittle, oh. one of those two, or Thielen? I, I, you want me to name someone above those two? I. That's well, why. But no, I took on Perry's point. We're in a passing league. I'm just trying. And to we would names. all take a tight end first. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I mean, you may take Michael Thomas is a good one though. I mean, yeah, he's he, up there. Yeah, I would. But think would about it, we're tough. talking best wide receiver, and then the next best wide receiver is tight end. Yeah, what's that? Woods for um, Rams. Yeah, but he's not. He's not even in the ballpark of those. No, guys. I'm just trying. Well, at this guy, point, I'm just trying to think of names. What's the guy for Green Bay? Oh, Adams. Yeah, he, I mean he. But you're he not taking him over Kittle. No, and he was. He didn't play well at the beginning yeah. of the year. I had him on fantasy, dude, and he was gone. So think about that. Like, how have we become uh, a passing league without, right now with wide receivers? Has kind of just become by committee. Well, like kind Matt, of, Matt right said, now, it's a mismatch thing. Like these these coaches are so dialed yeah. in that where they're trying to find mismatches. Yeah. The problem is there's only two of those guys in the league. Right. You only have two of those tight ends in the league because if. Anybody would kill to have a tight end like that. Yeah. And another thing everyone's killing to get is that, what do you want to call him, the rover? When they, yeah. when they draft him, we'll say outside linebacker. Every GM wants to find a guy who can stick his nose in there and stop the run. The joker. Yeah. The joker, the rover, whatever you want to call him. And somehow can, cover a tight end and also and sprint can, down the field with a freaking yeah, wide out. Yeah. yeah, we need a 224-5 guy. Yeah. That's what you need. Like, he, he can't be and too big, uh, but he can't be too small. Yeah. But he's got to be fast. He's oh, got to yeah. be able to run sideline to sideline. And fucking and smart. He, and he's got to yeah. be able to rush a passer. Right. Yeah. And set up, like you said, and be smart and be able to run a defense. It'd be harder to find them guys than it is to find a tight end. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's just it's a chess match that's going on in football right now, and I love it. Like, it's just yeah, the, it's awesome. The, and college is a little ahead. They've got way more jokers, you know, and, and hybrid guys. Like, high state calls theirs the bullet, which I don't want to talk about how bad our bullets are, but we do have that position. Well, ours, there's two different ways. Ours is, ours is more of a slug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A slug. <laughs> sorry, Pete. I'm sorry, Pete. The dry I, I fire. I apologize, the, Pete. The, the blank. <laughs> yeah. The blank. I'm sorry, Pete. <laughs> hey, I. Um, there's two different ways the NFL evolves. One of them, which I hate, is the front office makes changes for two reasons. Because they lie about caring about player safety. It's one thing. And two, they want uh, high-scoring games because yeah. it draws in fans. Yeah. So they kind of like – they're playing like mad scientists, like trying to like bring back an animal extinct or whatever. Yeah. But when you just – when lawyers – Stay the fuck out of the out of it, and you let coaches come up with new plans. Then it's something beautiful. It's yeah. a real natural um, progression and evolution of football. You know what that tells me? That the next year the Browns is going to be a bigger train wreck than they were this year. Oh, I'm sure of it. Because the the road that they're going down, which I mean, there's been teams that tried to go down that road before, and they always do a U-turn. And now the Browns have like they're going full bore. At it, and I'm. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm. I'm. Pro- I'm going to have to okay, pick a so different here, team. And so, <laughs> Titans. Well, no, let's, talk, Titans. let's talk. Let's talk about it real quick. Um, so Browns got their coach, uh, the the guy from Minnesota. So I don't know nothing about him. But Stefanski. Well, here's here's to Perry's point. Here's what it can go one of two ways. A coach can come in and give you an honest coaching job, take what you got, and try to win. But problem is, if a coach does that and fails, he's gone. So the other thing is, a coach comes in burns the place down because then they'll give him three years. 
Be like, no, we got. He's got to get his we, players. He, right. If he burns it down, he's guaranteed money because they got to let him fix it now. Exactly. Well, I so think, that's the scary part when you bring in a new coach is that he's like, oh no, I got to get rid of everybody. But it buys him three years yeah. as to where if he takes your players and then he fails, you're like, well, this is this it, is bullshit. Well, if but that was the whole thing with Josh McDaniels. I think, and this is just all speculation. He went in and was like, I come from a winning culture, and I want to do it this way, which is my way. Right. And if I can't do it that way, then I can't be your coach. Right. And the Browns, which this deep Podesta guy they have, which is their analytics guy, Jimmy Haslam let him pretty much pick the coach. So now you got a coach that has to do another guy's system, and he's going to get fired for it if it doesn't work. And exactly. he didn't get to do it his way. Where, exactly. I mean, I, I give Josh McDaniels all the credit in the world. That's if I, I'm going down, I'm going to go down doing it my that's, way. And that's exactly what I mean. But the problem with that is, is as a fan, like as a Dolphins fan, we're going through this. Right. Okay, so now I'm in year – like I got two years before we can realistically go to the playoffs. You know, because that's the that's the long-term plan. Whether that does work out in the long run doesn't matter. I got two years, like I don't give a shit what my team does every week. Right. And that's when I you take a team like the Browns with that roster, they're good enough. Right. Like they're not it's not great, but they're good enough. So if a coach goes there and fails, and then you're like, oh shit, now we got the same roster we had last like it's it's a Well, they're wasting years. Like I mean, it, Exactly. You, it's you a got, game. You got ten you got, you know, eight guys on that team that are right now, a lot of them, I mean, they got they're paying some guys, but a lot of them guys are on rookie contracts still. And you wasted last year because yep. of the damn coach you hired. You wasted Chubb twice. And, yeah, and Chubb, and then you wasted Baker Mayfield and Miles Garrett and all them guys, you're going to have to pay them. Well, when it comes time to pay them, you ain't going to be able to pay them all. Right. And if you don't have the coach in place, which they don't, and now they're doing an experiment with all these analytics, if this don't work, you just set your program back eight yep. years. That's what, the, that's what I said. That's what the Dolphins finally did. They're like, shit. So what the Dolphins had to do with all their players, they had to get rid of them all because of that. They right. They they didn't, didn't, you they can't get rid of everybody. Pittsburgh – doesn't do that burn it all down rebuild thing because they just can continuously try to plug in yeah and never now, in my opinion that's I think that's the way to go because look at the Titans stick with it stick with it yeah and I know it takes the right combination well, look, yeah I mean you got to get lucky you got to get the right coach I, I mean that's, but, that has yeah, a lot Patriots to do are with a it. dynasty by just putting a bandaid over I, that sinking I, ship for decades that's and coaching that is dude. my yeah. philosophy on I don't like the get rid of everybody and start over because if you miss on a quarterback. Now you've wasted four of my years, and now you've wasted another three. So now I've got seven years. Then all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like, we're set back. Like, I've had seven years of my life that I haven't cared about my NFL team. Right. Well, I think we need to get a little bit back on track. Okay. Let's go. Go to the next game. <laughs> all right. Anyway, <laughs> Chiefs, Chiefs are good. Chiefs are good. And the Texans, uh, we don't like to catch. All right. Packers. I beat, don't like him. Uh, Packers win 28 over the Seahawks, wow. 23. Um, once again, the entire season, <laughs> Seattle season is on Russell Wilson's oh shoulders. Dude, he played a phenomenal yeah, he, game. He is though. phenomenal. That, yeah, he, that, yeah, but that guy's every a, drive, he has to be phenomenal. Oh, every it's, game. It's, 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 it wears me out watching. To Seahawks fans' credit, like they had three running backs go down. They had two tight ends get hurt. Yeah, it's... it's, it's but a, like you can't like... You can't win a Super Bowl with a guy no. who just... Every single play is no. him... You know, making magic. It, it, How many tight ends got hurt? I think they said two. One of them, <laughs> two, and then and then and Jimmy Graham gets to stick a fork in him at the end. Yeah, was I was like, oh, that's brutal. Because they they trade him or let him walk. I think I they don't remember him. how it went down. Uh, I think it was free agent. They yeah, let, yeah, they let him go. But but they really Seattle doesn't have a 
great roster. Their defense is just no. average. Yeah. But Russell's special and he's he's at that eight. Now you know what? There you know what? Here's a franchise to keep an eye on as if we're we're kind of talking about we were talking about the Browns. That's a franchise that needs to look real close because Russ is right at like, okay, I got five years left to win the Super Bowl. Like he's been around longer than we think. And yeah. Yeah. And my roster's not great. So he's close to where Aaron Rodgers has been for a few years of like, yeah, we know he's really good, but if you don't if you're not putting a really good roster around him, are you gonna waste like can Seattle beat San Francisco next year? I mean, I, I'm saying this year, even you, you can't expect Russell Wilson to keep running that's what his I mean. ass off. Like, so well, we'll just give it to him, and they're they're in that dangerous place. Like, you got to make some draft picks, or you got to come up with something. They're, or they're, Seattle's gonna. I don't think well, they're I not, think, it's I think, that dangerous because they can go into the draft, go into free agency, and just kind of plug people where they need them. I, and Russell, I hope so. Well, get the most. They out did of some get. Of them. They did get that Metcalf this year, and that guy's a difference maker. That was oh, huge, dude. For and, us. And that guy's awesome. He, I could believe it. Was it third round? Yeah, third round. And they were talking about him in the draft. I think he had some issues. Yeah, I can't remember what his issues were, but yeah, but I, I, I can't remember. What giant, it was. It was just basic stuff like attitude or whatever. But they they got a lot of oh. holes to fill, dude. Because they defense, they limped their way yes. into the playoffs. Yes. And I just don't know if they can fill them all. That's what that's what I'm saying. So here's another. I, I just hate to see these all time great quarterbacks. Like I like to well, see. Well, you got them. the coach right. And oh, you yeah. st- you got well, five well they might be fine. I'm not accusing them, but I'm just saying that's you got to keep your eye on. Like it's not a team. Teams go different directions. Like right now, I'm like, oh, Houston's got a good roster. Buffalo, there's a team. Oh, good roster coming back. Ravens, they're they're gonna be fine. Seattle, I'm like, eh, I don't know if you're gonna be fine. Well, that's yeah. a tough. Like the Rams are gonna be better. Next I don't think year. Texans. I don't know about Texans either. If you look at oh the, really? If you look at the NFL though. A lot of these teams that are like we're turning the page in the book on these old quarterbacks. Like, oh yeah, they're, this, they're about that. We're it's about to. They're all I about to be out of the way. Yeah, because yeah. I mean Brady's going to be done. Rivers is done. Yeah. Manning is done. Rogers is wearing thin. Yeah, he. Yeah, we're I so, tell you what, if he don't get there this year, yeah, I think he could be in trouble. Like this is it. Yeah. I was surprised he's doing this good this year. Oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Go, coming into next year, Russ is going to be the oldest veteran. Yeah, well, not oldest. Good, man. but I mean, like, kind of the veteran, like that dude. Isn't that yeah, crazy? It is. It seems like yesterday he was a rookie, man. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, we are so, fucking old. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, Green Bay moves on. Uh, Russ gave it a. Russ gave it a go. So let's talk about the the Packers matchup next year in the conference. Uh, 49ers beat the wow. Vikings 27 to 10. 49ers were clicking last week. Yeah. They got guys. It looks like they've got 20 guys playing on offense sometimes the way they block and move and, and run around. Minnesota played a good game. Like they, they, they really didn't play that bad. 49ers just had an answer for everything they did. They kill you with that play action. Oh my they God. Absolutely hey, kill people. I love with that it. shit and you know it. Oh yeah. Play uh, action. Oh, oh, I do too. No, dude. it was beautiful football. And we had yeah. that son of a bitch in Cleveland. I know it. Yeah. It I was know. beautiful football. But the, the thing is, you don't see very many other teams in the league. Like there's, there's, they're sprinkled in here and there, but it works so well. Yeah. I'm surprised other teams well, you don't. Have to, you have to have the personnel. So, yeah. okay, here's an example we talk about, you know, since you guys are. Cleveland guys will talk about it. There's an example of why San Francisco wants no part of like Odell Beckham Jr. Like in that wow, offense, God. like they got no use for him. No, they, they, everybody tells you how great these guys are. Like no use for him. So another thing that San Francisco did, we talk about the draft. They got Debo Samuel. This that dude's an animal. Like you talk about a tough uh, wide receiver that can do it all and fits into that offense. And they drafted Nick Bosa last year. Two of their best guy on defense and their best receiver they got in the draft last year. So it just goes to show you the front office pays attention and gets their coach the right guys. It's huge. I mean, and, I think it's fair to say and, Nick Bosa is their best defensive player, okay. right? Or no, probably Warner. Well, here's the thing. 
Oh man, they got they, they, got they just got this coach. He turned out, oh yeah, he's fucking genius. He, what he learned from his dad isn't stupid. Basically, Garoppolo's career just started. Yeah, even though he's been in the fucking league, <laughs> yeah, the league ever. Yeah, but he's not taking any damage. Yeah. Where, where do you think New England's at right now with letting him go? Oh man. Well, I, there's a I lot of people know. that say that Bill really didn't want to let him I know go. he didn't want to let him because they fought it off like for a year. But to be fair, though, I think I think New England's won two Super Bowls since they let him go. Yeah. At least one. That's so why I'm like. But you're going I'm, to see the decline of the Patriots. It, I, I mean. Oh, we saw it this year. Yeah, I mean, but it's going to get worse. I yeah. mean, because they, they don't have no draft picks. Yeah. They haven't had draft picks. I don't think they have any. Uh, like, I, think you know, they let, I think they let Tom go. Oh, I, I do, too. Yeah, I think Tom's gone. I, I do, too. Well, I, th- he, I think he, I read a comment somewhere where. He's not going to take a hometown deal. Like he wants to get paid because yeah. he's always taking a deal for his football team to make it a better team. Yeah, and yeah. they're not going to pay. They're just not going to yeah. do it. But yeah. I don't know who the hell they're going to bring in there to play quarterback. I mean, they're going to draft one. He don't need a deal. His wife literally makes ten times the amount of money he does. I, like, no, it's not about money. Yeah, but he he doesn't need the money. But I'm saying though, she's literally worth eight hundred million dollars. Can we talk about? Can we go on the side? Can we get? Uh, uh, can I take you off the trail for a no, second? I mean, I, well, we're, I don't think Tom's worried about. She the party. doesn't do anything. She just looks laser, looks pretty, and she's worth eight hundred million dollars. Well, so Brady, she's the number one supermodel <laughs> in the world. It says Brady. No, but, she's got clothes, but she's a fruitcake dude. I, they're both fruitcakes. She doesn't. In my she doesn't opinion. really make money off modeling anymore. She's got lines and stuff. Yeah, she's like the biggest. She's got star Coke lines. What? Yeah. I think they're fruity. I've seen though. most of her lines. Why do you think they're fruity? <laughs> I just think they're crazy. Like, like some of the weird stuff Tom does. Like he doesn't eat. Yeah, th- he doesn't off. eat this, or he doesn't. I don't. I just. There's you know some what's stuff funny? You know. Does. You know. Everybody talks about that. They're like, you know what he does eat? Steroids. Yeah. Look at my fucker. Forty three years old out here playing NFL football. Like. Yeah, yeah, he he's got it. Yeah, it ain't because he ain't eating strawberries. Yeah, that's a, yeah. yeah. He doesn't eat strawberries. I'm like, what the you what the hell is wrong with strawberries? Yeah, you fucking liar. It's of not all that things. Like, no one's ever got fat or yeah. end up with it Alzheimer's because yeah. of strawberries. It's not that he doesn't like he's them. Like, he has a reason why he doesn't eat. Yeah, them. he's like no strawberries. Oh yeah, and silverback DNA. Yeah. <laughs> that's the two thing. <laughs> I, I, a lot of silverback DNA to replace oh, strawberries. Poor semen. <laughs> yeah, but um. Oh, so so all next right. week let's let's get let's get into next week's matchups. Uh, all right, so we talked about Kansas City. Woo, we got the Titans playing the the Chiefs yeah. at Arrowhead. We talked about it a little bit. We have no idea what's going to happen. And anybody tells you they do is wrong. Yeah. I bet you Vegas it, has a pretty good idea for some reason. What yeah, do you think but here's the line thing. is though. I mean, Chiefs will be favored. Yeah, I haven't looked yet, but if if but it's one of those games like Derrick Henry fumbles on the first possession, Chiefs might win by eighty. If uh, you know, Mahomes throws an interception. Reception. I yeah. mean, it's you have no idea. Yeah, that's one of those games you have no idea. Now, I think if as far as San Francisco Green Bay goes, it feels like I have no reason not to think San Francisco just. Well, just I woke up there. Oh, I think they. I think they beat him. Yeah, I think they, they did. By a touchdown. They, yeah, I mean, the best defense left in the playoffs is the 49ers, and defense wins championships. So, yeah. I mean, I'd be your money's on that, yeah. and I think. Uh, yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers' ride. Like, I'm surprised he did good this this good. Yeah, this I mean, yeah, Green Bay's doing good as a team. Aaron Jones is is better. Seattle was depleted last week. Yeah, um, you know, you can't go in there with you can't go in there with Marshawn Lynch as your starting running back. But still, like, I mean, what do you mean? He just got off the couch last week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. 18 months with four minutes left in the football? game, yeah. they're only down by five. I'm oh like, no, there's that's... still a chance somehow Russell Wilson yeah. pulls out some more yeah, of this fucking magic. Like, I, don't, I don't think, and San Francisco is way better than. I, to me, 
right now San Francisco is clicking, and it's at San Francisco, so it's, it should be kind of just a nice weather day, you know, where they can run everything they want to run. No, not mistake filled game. I, I feel San Francisco. Uh, that's probably my most confident in that. So I guess I got. I'm thinking San Francisco Chiefs in the Super Bowl. That's that's. I would say I would say that too. Yeah, and it would be a good Super Bowl, but I'll would, take any combination of these four. By the way, yeah. I would be shocked if the Titans get there. I would. That'd I mean, because be I didn't think they were that good at the beginning of the year. I mean, we played them first game out. The Browns did first game. I mean, we, we, we looked worse than they looked good. But you yeah. played the Mariota, Mariota Titans, too. That's true. Different team. Yeah, but we it was more about all the dumb shit we did. We had, like, fucking 12 offside penalties in that game. Oh, yeah. It was so, so stupid. Yeah. But they come – I mean – it was it was such a big build up for the Browns because you know of what they did the year before oh, yeah. and to come into Cleveland as an opener, like they came in there, Vrabel got his team in there and they were like in the first quarter you could tell they come to play yeah like they care less about the hype about the Cleveland yeah. Browns they come in there they, they, and they went to work their coaches are opposite I mean yeah. honestly if you look at the opposite yeah. take and it showed all season it showed oh, yeah I think I mean honestly if Vrabel's in Cleveland this year they're in the playoffs. Oh, I'm with that roster? Oh, my God. Yeah. 100% guaranteed. With Chubb? Yeah. Oh, with Chubb, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'll say, once again, the whole coaching staff, these these head coaches are not in every meeting. They're not, they're not as hands-on like they're delegators, they're managers, they're they're putting the right player yeah, but I th- with I also the think, right coach. I think well, the good th- ones are. Now, I think Vrabel's also. Can't do it. Yeah. I think Vrabel's also like, wait, wait, what are you doing? Wait, you want to do what with Chubb? No, fuck that. That guy's running downhill. Yeah, I don't want to do, no, we ain't doing this shit. Right. You know, like he ain't exactly designed the plays, but he's like that, that's what I mean. Like I that's mean, not that guy's strength. It's, it's coaches, a teamwork. Like I was thinking about that last night in the college game. Like both those coaching staffs from top to bottom did a good job. Like you yeah. know, the wide receiver coach did a good job for LSU. Like whoever that guy is, that hire, was all hire that guy. The quarterback coach Brady. You can't say enough about what he did with uh, Ogeron. Did his part. Um, the defensive coordinator did a great job. Like it's a, it's it's a staff, just like would, just like the team is a team. Like it's not football is not quarterback and head coach. That's not how football is played. Like no. that, that that's an important relationship. But there's so many other things that go on, and that it's crazy. Like that there's a reason that Bill Walsh had you know whatever ten guys go on to coach you know well, also, football teams. He's know. he's kind of a bad example because he was a he knew he was terrible at micromanaging. He even told the secretary how to answer the phones, and he admit this in his book. Yeah, but that's, like, I think that's what a head coach does. Like, just like you said, like you see a guy like, no, 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 he needs to be doing this, teach him how to do it, and then go over here. Yeah. Not the coach. The head coach doesn't have time to teach the wide receiver how to how to run a dig route. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like yeah. that. That's what I mean about a staff. It's a coaching staff. Yeah, and we talked. You guys talked about it with Baker Mayfield. Like, I, you need a quarterback coach. Oh, we like, got. You need a one. fucking quarterback coach. <laughs> yeah. If if we don't if they don't get that figured around this year, yeah, they'll be drafting. Honestly, I don't think this this guy we got now. He looks weak chin. He you need someone going there and tell no no Baker no you're not fucking doing that. Yeah, right. And I don't, I think this guy's just a weak chin. Yeah, he's XO's guys. He's not like a he don't look like he commands authority. Yeah. He don't command res- respect. Yeah, I don't like hiring OCs as coaches, and I know that sounds stupid, but um, it just it seems like I I don't know. I guess Andy Reid's done it. It's, there's several examples that it works. But they've got a a mentality. Yeah, you need a management mentality and not a you know one side of the ball mentality. Right, everyone loves my it. opinion. I mean, I love the X's nose, but it's it's you're a leader. Yeah, you're a uh, you yeah. delegate shit. Now Shanahan's done a great job at it. He's done both. 
doing doing a great job. So, but well, he had his dad I, too to learn from him, learn from his yeah, dad's mistakes. And, and I understand and, it works. I'm that's just me. Every time it's a coordinator, I'm like, man. But we'll see. Who we have no clue. Yeah, you don't. I mean, it's a crapshoot. You got to get lucky. I yep. mean, because you don't know how he's going to fit. You yep. know what I mean? And the guys he's bringing in with, he's putting his staff together. He thinks it's a good fit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But until you put all those guys together and you get on the field with the players and like. How, like my biggest concern with a coordinator guy is how much respect is he going to demand when he walks in the room? Right, and that is the biggest thing that happened to the Browns last year. It felt the like coach it. had no like the, the inmates were running. They the didn't asylum. trust him. I mean, this is what it was. It is yeah. it, they well they didn't trust him because some of the guys been in the league for the while and. They knew what he was doing Absol- wrong. Absolutely. I mean, it, it was exactly too, what I, I mean, said. if I'm watching on TV and I'm like, what the, what the hell is he doing? What are the players and, thinking? And they see it in practice and they're like, this yeah. guy's like. Well, they said he put a game plan together and things would go wrong in the first quarter. He would just abort the game plan mm-hmm. and just, he would just go rogue and it looked like he was going rogue. And that's that's what happened. Yeah, it just fell apart. And the other coaches knew he was going rogue. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. They were, they were laughing at him. Yeah. But we got four good coaches coaching next week. I know that. So oh, um, Andy Reid might be – I'll tell you what, though. He might be the best one left. What's that? He, he does a good job. He's actually an all-time great coach. Yeah. Like, you want to talk about Jimmy Johnson getting in the Hall of Fame, whether he should or not. Holy shit. Let's take a break. We'll do that for a little bit. What's we'll, that? We'll do a whole, like – You want to f- bitch about Jimmy Johnson? We'll just take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll bitch about Jimmy Johnson. And all, all kinds of football stuff. <laughs> What's that called in uh, the – uh, that Seinfeld episode, uh, Festivus for the rest of Festivus us. Festivus for the rest of Where us. Where you errant to grievances when okay. we come back. <laughs> All right, well, a few minutes. <laughs> All right, we got one more segment for you guys. Um, apparently, <laughs> Max got some things he needs to get off his chest. Uh, this is the uh, Festivus for the rest of us football season edition. Airing of grievances. Uh, I said at the beginning of the season. What's irking you, man? Around. What's irking you? I, I, Jimmy Haslam might have lost me as a, fran, a fan. Okay. Uh, I just one guy I like this too. He does some podcasts and um, was like, a guy who doesn't play to win deserves to lose. And why am I, you know, hitching my heart to a, uh, an owner who makes all the wrong decisions? They don't care about you. I, I think a lot of NFL fans would say that. I mean, I would be less disappointed if I, I just married a crack whore. Yeah. You know, like I knew I was getting into, but like. Well, I don't like this thing. Like, we talk about the Dolphins. Like, like you know, I'm a Dolphins fan. So, what I've been told is, oh, no, just wait four years and we'll be good. Well, that's that's easy to say. Like, like I can say that about a lot of things. Like, like oh, no, this house is going to be beautiful, man. You just got to give me four years. We, we've been waiting 20 years. Well, that's yeah. what I mean, though. But, like, like, I'm with you. Like, why should you have to wait? Like, no, do your best to put a team on the field next year. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. With all the things that went wrong in Pittsburgh, I mean – you know, Rosberger's arm fell off. This guy gets knocked out. They're still in the, in yeah, the they hunt. Yeah, they didn't automatically tag. Their, their like, roster oh. sucks. Yeah. And they, they almost made a wild card. Might as well quit. How, how, many, how many of these programs, though, have done what the Dolphins have done and the Browns have done, which is trade away their assets and accumulate draft picks, and then and in four worked. years they're a good team? I can't. I don't. When know. has it worked? Yeah. When, when, when has that came like been the right recipe? Don't ask to me. rebuild your team because the Browns have been trying to do that for twenty years. They'll go three years try to win, and they'll spend the next two years trying to accumulate yeah. draft picks. Which Miami's in the same spot where oh, exactly? Well, actually, they're behind us right now. Oh yeah. Because we have a roster. Yeah. But can we get a coach? So I don't know what's going to happen well, to either was, one of those those teams. But yeah. Yeah. This whole like I'll just lose every game and then you'll be good thing. Like when, when's it work? Right, it's it's a recipe for disaster from everything that I've seen. But I mean, I'm a Browns fan, so 
it's yeah. You guys got a lot of grievances to air. Yeah. <laughs> All right. They, yeah, they might take a back seat in my fandom. I might, you know, enjoy decide to enjoy NFL seasons from now on. So, so I got one that irked me over the weekend. Now, I'm yeah. not. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not gonna stomp my fist on a table and like cry about this. But I have no idea. Like, if Jimmy Johnson's in the Hall of Fame, then what exactly is the criteria for getting in the Hall of Fame? I get two Super Bowls, I guess. How many did he win? Well, he two. won two, he and he had two. two great teams. But, like, so we're just putting any coach that has – he coached for nine years. Okay, for instance, Jason so, Garrett has a better winning percentage with Dallas than Jimmy Johnson did. Like, I know that he didn't have the great teams and he didn't win the Super Bowls, but Jimmy Johnson only won, like, it's like 55 56% of his games when he was at Dallas. He had two great seasons. And then he left. I know he got fired, whatever, it doesn't matter. He went to the Dolphins and was an average coach. And then he was done in nine years. He had nine years total in the NFL, had like three winning seasons. That's Hall of Fame? Well, I just I think the the way the league is now, like you can be you know, ten and six and not go to the playoffs. Back then it was a little bit different. So like that win percentage, I don't know is a big a factor back then as it is today. Like apparently not. Right, because I mean if if Jason Garrett has a better winning percentage with no Super Bowls. I mean, just because his winner winning percentage is better, I don't. I, right. I, I don't. I don't know if that makes him a better coach. No, 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 no. By no but, means. But I know what you're saying by him being put in Hall of Fame. Is he a Hall of Fame coach? But nine years. You know nine, what? Here is nine years. Okay, just flat out is nine years long enough to be a Hall of Fame football coach? It depends on what you do in those nine years. No, so you think it is enough? Well, if you, I'm like, just strictly time wise. Well, is that you, well time? you won four Super Bowls in nine that's years. That's barely enough time as a player. To get in the Hall of Fame. Well, no, I'm saying if you won four Super Bowls in nine years. No, I'm that, asking. That, that's that's yeah, you're just, in. Yeah, it's just not he's not an assistant. He wasn't assisting. He was just nine years of coach, done. Well, uh, gets in the Hall of Fame. So you got maybe what they're doing is is uh, they're basically turning the Hall of Fame into the NFL's version of the Heisman. So okay, we have but, a big celebration. If, give you a reason you to like love somebody. So turn in, get ratings. If if uh, if Jimmy Johnson doesn't go to work for Fox after that, and he's been on TV for the last twenty years or whatever, does he get in the Hall of Fame? If he disappeared, yeah, do you think he gets in? I, I think he got in because he's on TV. Okay, let me, I, I, that's I'll, a good point. Let me run a percentage by you. If he played nine years and he won two Super Bowls, that means in his career. He was more than twenty percent of winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, if he played ten years, it would be twenty. Yeah, so it's probably around a twenty-two, twenty-two percent, twenty-three percent. Yeah, of a time of a season, he's going to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. So, but then I guess though, when I mean, there's coaches, there's coaches, coaches that, coach that I mean never is, get to the Super right, Bowl. Right. So if that's a criteria, then I guess they're at the point now to where they're kind of stuck. They're like, okay, so you got to put Pete Carroll in the Super Bowl. Yeah. He won one. He's coached longer, and he he should have won another one. So that's got to be. He's had a better career. He's had a, a lot. Like you got to put Pete Carroll. It depends on what Pete, like you said, what Pete Carroll does yeah, after he, he retires. But but if it's just, I don't know. It just it felt like a weird. I just feel like an like to me when I hear Hall of Fame coach. Well, you know, hey, wait a minute. You I'm, know, I don't know why you're mad about Jimmy Johnson. I'm not really mad. Philip Rivers I'm, is going to go in. I'm, and I'm not he's really terrible. I, I would agree. I'm not, I'm not really mad about. It. I just it struck me as like, I guess put it this way, when when you heard it, where you're like, well, of course he's a Hall of Fame coach. No, you didn't say that. He's been out of coaching 20 years, and you guys weren't like – I bet you guys weren't like, oh, I assumed he was already in, right? Kind of, I did. Yeah, uh, I don't I know. Really. Did. I'm like, oh, he's not in. I'm like, well, I don't know. They, they, they got to put so many people in every year. That was one of the like, things that they like, talked about, though. Like, I think it was a little early, in my opinion, because, I mean, there's a lot, there's some, there's a lot of other coaches that they said yeah. that they should have put in, like guys 
I mean, it's been years and years ago, but they didn't even get considered for that. Yeah. And then they take these two guys with Jimmy Johnson and who, who was the Steelers coach? Cower. Cower. And they put these guys in. And Cower could go – technically, he could go back out and be coaching. Yeah. I mean, why would you put him in the Hall of Fame now? And, and, yeah. like, and yeah. it's only a head coach. Like we talked about this earlier. Like there's offensive defense coordinators that coach for 30 years and had it's a ton just, of success. It's a dog and pony show. That's, it would be like, oh, no, we don't put receivers in. We just put the quarterback in. It doesn't make – it just it felt something felt contrived about that well, whole like and they and then they had fucking Shrek come out and give it to him. Oh my god! National TV. <laughs> I can look at that guy. Look yeah, at that guy. I know, dude. Monster. Obviously, you've got that disease, guy. I didn't give it to you. So I, I don't don't at me, everybody. Like, now I know he's got physical ailments. You don't. I oh mean, yeah, he was, he's not naturally that big. Like now, did those coaches get put in with that special panel? That they did this year. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about this weird special. Yeah, panel. I did hear yeah, something. They, about they had a special panel, like a thirteen-member panel, to get. I don't. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't the normal way that you get into the Hall of Fame. Oh, really? Yeah, and I can't remember what they called it, but. And it wasn't they, so they put their bus in like a closet. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, over here beside the bathroom on your left is Jimmy Johnson's Hall of Fame bus. Well, they're going to it's announce, made of butter. <laughs> they're going to announce these guys though. I think it's um, I can't remember. It's, I think it's next week. Yeah, they always announce the uh, and yeah they'll announce the players. Who this was the Saturday. owner for the Browns? Modell. Modell is was one of these selections for that yeah. panel, and the bad part is. They put his bust in Canton. We'll burn Canton. We'll burn it to the ground. We're driving it's, up there. It, it, People don't love him, right? I'm loading oh, up on whiskey. Dude, you, you guys know, don't love you know him, right? They're going to have to put it, they're gonna have to put it in, a, in a bulletproof case. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're not going to be able to touch the damn thing. You know, there's somebody's going to try to do damage. There was a Browns fan who got arrested for peeing on his grave. And when he got thrown in jail, like yeah. the city of Cleveland raised the money to bail him out. <laughs> so like, he's not... You guys don't love him. Is what I'm getting. No, it's openly what, discussed on Cleveland yeah. Radio how much we do not want him in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. really? Even yeah. after he's dead. I mean, it's still a hatred. <laughs> hate him. Because he ran out Paul Brown. You know, he fired Belichick. Fired Belichick. Moved the team. Got rid of Kozar. Got rid, yep. Uh, yeah. And they're like, well, he, he, uh, he was one of the first owners to volunteer for play Monday night. We play every night. It was going to happen eventually. Yeah. We play every fucking day now. Yeah. yeah. So he wasn't an innovator. Yeah. Paul Brown was the innovator. Yeah. He, he put liked, the mics and the helmets uh, and all kinds of crap. And Modell, that was all money, right? No. Oh, he was yeah. a it was bad just money. business. He would, he would take a loan and the, the, the loan was coming in. He had to pay it. He would just make a bigger loan. Oh, that's right. He's he the just one. He double down, double down to a point where. He's the one that pulled that shit with the stadium and the city and all that. I yeah. forgot about that deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. And that the was city nasty. of Cleveland said, hey, the Indians need one worse. First, so we'll take care of them. When we're dumped the Indians, we'll build you one. Yeah, and he said, he immediately said, "I'm out, I'm out." Yeah, because it was he had to pay some loans off. Yeah, and that's he, right. I forgot he just about kept, that. And he's like, I, "All I got is his team." Yeah, he ended up losing the team anyhow yeah. when he moved it to Baltimore. Man, I kind of feel sorry for the guy now. Oh, I don't feel sorry for him. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that right now. I don't, I don't feel sorry for that guy. He <laughs> <laughs> always attacked me. Yeah. Oh, so uh, so so what else? What else is that? What else don't we like? Um, I already I already kind of bitched about fans like. If if a team loses, they're not the worst team in history. Uh, the crackback block. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and penalties is just. Right, we saw it again one. last night. It's like the about championship the game. Yeah, like they called a you know, they're literally calling. What they call it a blindside. They're, they're literally calling hits blindside. Like, well, in the ejections, I mean, oh, it's one God. thing to call a penalty; it's another thing to eject a player yeah. out of a big time game that he brushed his helmet. I yeah. mean, the, the kid oh, yeah. literally brushed his helmet. Yeah. I did 
that guy, he was there to put pressure on um, on Burrow. And once he was out of the game. It changed the game. It changed oh, the game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Or, or what about like, why can't we just like, you know what? You got to sit for four plays. Right. Yeah, like a penalty box, like hockey. Yeah. Why do you got to take the helmet and make him leave? Oh, it's, like, just take it's, the helmet and let him sit on the bench. Yeah. It's, it's like, like you, need, you need to take him. Yeah, really. Why, why are you going to sit in the back? Like, why why, why, why can't he watch a game? Well, that is bullshit. It's, it's different it's if you start a fight and you were an actual like threat. Yeah. Yeah, it was not intentional. Yeah. That, that's the thing. There's a difference between intentionally doing like, like what Miles Garrett did with that. Yeah, you're somebody's out. helmet off. Yeah, you're yeah. out. I mean, I understand it. But trying to make an athletic but, play and you did helmet and to you helmet. hit you're somebody's not. helmet. And a lot of times you can't be avoided. I mean, because everybody drops their, you know, their position oh, right yeah. before impact. Yeah. So it's kind of how to, hard to calculate how far that guy's going to drop before you know you get there at full speed. So I think it's I'm, time. I think it's time. The only people on the field that have that have no consequences are the refs. I think it's time for to start punishing the refs. Like when they make a terrible call, like you ought to be able to call down and be like, no, no, you're gone. You're out. You're ejected. You're, you're out, Steve. Yep. Take a break, fucking Steve. Yeah, they in the NFL they do do some things. They get, they, get, they get reprimanded, and sometimes like yeah, um, but not not during a the game. They don't get embarrassed and thrown game. out of a game, no. and then come out to find out later. Like no, just like you're out, Steve. How do we get control of some of these things we want to change? For oh. one thing, okay, he's out of the game for helmet to helmet contact. Yeah, he can just sit on the bench and cheer on his team. Yeah, just take the helmet away. Yeah, but Steve, you, uh, we're going we're gonna take a TV timeout. You're doing rinse sprints the whole fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Fat ass. Yeah. <laughs> Not you, Steve. Yeah. Oh, guess what? Uh, wait a minute. Cincinnati Bengals are going to draft Burroughs? No. Yeah. We're going to stop at. Oh, he has, everyone has to declare for the draft. Uh, oh, win, yeah. on a win, I'll a tell you what. We really, no. I like that subject. I could sit and like talk about how stupid the draft is forever. Like unfair, oh, they do ridiculous. the red carpet thing. No, they love this oh, thing. Now they've turned to such a freaking it's show. It's disgusting. They cash more checks, man. Yep, it's all about cashing checks. Like yeah. I said, the uh, product on the field is great. The off the field business is disgusting right now. Yeah. Like it, it's such a. But like, if if it wasn't making as much money as it was, we wouldn't end up with the product we got. It's it's a double edged sword at some point. It is. Oh for yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, that's life. That's, that's, that's the way business works today. That's, it's business. Yeah, I mean, that's how it works today. It, unfortunately, I mean, it's not pretty. Uh, but I guess, I guess we talk about the draft. Like, let's go back to it real quick. What's the downside if the Bengals don't get Burrow? Just in general, the NFL fans. I'm not talking. Well, Cincinnati I'm not talking us. No, fuck Cincinnati. I'm yeah. saying North Dakota. What's the downside to the state of North Dakota if Joe Burrow gets, gets to interview and pick who, where he wants to go? Oh, shit. There is none. No. The only problem well, with here's, it, yeah, you just all these great players go. Oh, we're all going to New England. That's the problem because they'll all no, end up in one cap. spot. <laughs> still salary cap. Still salary cap. You can't afford you. It just like some teams will always be garbage. Yeah, yeah, but you can't no, have more than. There. I know. They, yeah, but then okay, you don't go there. Okay, I'll play for Shanahan. Oh, then I'll play for the Harbaugh. I'll play for Pete Carroll. So, do you honestly, in your heart, believe though it's to make the worst teams better or it's to control? the players coming out of college. Do you honestly think that the draft is to make the the bad teams good? I think it's supposed to. That's what their intentions are. I think that's the intentions. Okay. Yeah. So then 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 you gotta stop tanking. Because the Dolphins, before they started tanking, were a better team than I don't like tanking either. You know, Dolphins could Dolphins could have Dolphins could have won seven games it, with the roster. Then you got this guy ago. who's been a lifetime season ticket holder. No, like these tickets are fucking worthless to me. Right, I might as well burn them. Yeah, you know, like, but I I can't 
or if I just cancel my season tickets, then I got you know I might not get him back next year. Yeah. So he has to eat a season. So then the other side of it is oh, you're rewarding the fans by like for instance we'll say Burrow this year, but you're also rewarding bad ownership. So oh. what the NFL is really doing is like hey you you did a terrible fucking job. Yeah. Um, how would you like to have the best employee available? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't work either. No. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. The tanking it, thing, they, they ought to be able to do something. Something. Because every it's year disgusting. it's one, two, three teams doing it. Well, and it's not fair because, for instance, New England got the benefit this year of playing 10 terrible teams. Yep. Yeah. So they get to go to the playoffs. And then you got teams like uh, Baltimore – who <laughs> were like, or, or anybody in the center, you know what? The Browns, they had to play the same schedule. Like, the Browns would have loved to have played an, an AFC East schedule. They had yeah. to play Central, so they had to play the NFC West. Yep. So, so one of the, like, think about what the difference is instead of playing Seattle, instead of playing Seattle, 49ers. San Francisco, LA, and um, the shit, the other NFC West team, Arizona. Instead of playing them, they played, uh, what was it? The uh, Did we go 0 4? NFC East. Against the NFC West, yes, you did. yeah, yeah. I hate. So we should have won a Seattle game, though. Go Packers. I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> go Packers. Yeah, yeah. yeah but fuck, what I, I fucking what, hate that division. But now. what I'm saying is, though, like <laughs> that's not fair either. Like they, they keep saying that they want it fair. Like hey, none of it's fair. It's sports. It's not going to be fair. Yeah, nothing's really fair in life. Yeah, but for instance, college football players go wherever they want. We get a pretty good product every year. Yes, we do. Right. Yep. So I don't think the worst team in college football should get the number one recruit. Oh, high school <laughs> to make them better. <laughs> like, hey, congratulations, Rutgers! Yeah. <laughs> you get Justin Fields next year <laughs> because your fans care. <laughs> Fuck those guys! Like, no, I don't know. Well, you got this. It's kind of boxed in. You, you, it's. Uh, I don't. Know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just I, saying it's I, a conversation. I, all right. Well, I think that's all we got for this week. I think it is. That was. Whew. It was a good one. Would you have to, you Perry, know what, though? That was worth it. In. Yes, thanks yeah, a lot, Perry. good time. It was awesome, man. I'm glad to get the invite. So, Oh, yeah. Um, we'll see you next Monday. For, it'll be three of us again. Uh, <laughs> you know, any, I, I don't know if I can do it next Monday, but we'll de- I'll definitely do it again. Anytime. Maybe a Super Bowl yes. wrap-up. So, yeah. All right, don't forget, everybody, um, You know, get at us. Get, look us on Facebook. Please, please, if you listen, for, even if it's for the first time, give us a like. Give us, give us feedback. If you got uh, friends at work who like podcasts yeah. or like sports, yeah. turn them on to yeah. us. Or if they don't like sports, then they might not, you know what I mean? If they we'll educate them. You know what? They might n- like to not like us. I mean, that's fine. We can do yeah, that too. People, haters for life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or if you or if you got people that like Philip Rivers, they would love us. Like, oh. you, know, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> no one likes Philip Rivers. Rivers. <laughs> His wife definitely don't like. Him. Her uterus doesn't like. <laughs> What's he got? Like twelve kids? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. yeah we're just crazy. Right. Man, we feel like we're always apologizing to Philip Rivers. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Go, go, Godzilla.